Welcome everybody to Plachet Valorant episode 166. I am here with Josh Wilkinson. I am here with Paula to my left or right, depending <laughs> on your perspective. And a uh, guest in the building, Leo Faria from Riot Games, developer of the game that we talk about. What a wild coincidence. Here to uh, <laughs> respond to all the important questions that we have to ask. Thank you for joining us. What, Josh? The way, funny the way that you phrased that just made it sound like uh, like we were thinking of just getting a Pal World developer on, and then we were like, yeah, actually, it'd be a good idea to get somebody from Raya, wouldn't it? It'd be a bit more relevant. Someone, oh I mean, God. Pal World is pretty relevant. That actually yeah, it that is. might that is help get our numbers up even more, if I'm being totally honest. If oh, we're going to no. gonna reach out to someone from Pal World real quick. Not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, man. Let's uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and get this thing rolling. I mean, where where do we where do we want to begin with this? There's well, first of all, let me just say, okay, the state thank you of for the having union. <laughs> no, just say thank you for having me. I'm a big fan <laughs> of this show. I've been watching more and more, which is fun. Um, usually, when I I go to the gym and I'm like on the treadmill, and uh, yeah, I mean it's yeah, I mean it's great. It's very hard to follow, as you all know. I'm nose league. I'm not trying to follow, you know, four different leagues and then all of challenges. It's really hard. So I mean. Shows like these help uh, myself yeah. as well so as a lot of fans. You get your with... opinions from Plachat too? Oh, not no. only opinions, <laughs> not only opinions, but ideas. I mean, I was in the tribunal like, you know what? Maybe we should add a tunnel with exploding barrels to Icebox. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one, that one had legs, to be honest with you. That was a great idea. Yeah, we, we, I mean, I've heard quite a few people that like to go to the gym and listen to the podcast. I don't know how they do it because this is not an audio show. It just doesn't make sense sure. half the time if you're only listening to it by audio. Wyatt does his best, but God help him, it doesn't yeah, it, work. It, it, it does not. It does not work. But, I mean, you know, I, I, I get it. That's all right. Most people, they... Dude, what I've understood, most people that listen to this, they go to the, the gym with their mouse and keyboard, a.k.a. TDM. <laughs> like, that's what most people do. <laughs> While listening to this show, seriously, that's that's Going to that's the gym what I've with gathered. The mouse and keyboard. Yeah, that's I've, a great way. Of I've it. done a lot of polling data recently, and that's what most people are are doing while listening to the show. They're they're playing mm. the game we're talking about, playing mm. TDM, warming up. You know. My All God. right, I've I've got a question for you, Leo, to kick things off. Right. Yes, so please. at the uh, we've we've seen some of the teams. I mean, T one specifically, just leaking the fact that these skins are coming out and the date that they're coming out and that kind of stuff as they're heading into the league. And that's a massive shift having each of the teams having skins within the game, like digital goods that they can actually make money from. So the question that I wanted to ask to begin with was. Um, it seemed like a while back that the Ascension teams weren't going to be able to have access to the team skin. It was like some of the wording was like, yeah, they're going to have similar things, but we're not sure whether we're going to actually be able to enact on that because it's such a tight turnaround. So what were some of the challenges in terms of getting these bundles available for the Ascension teams, especially I would imagine for China, because that was like a couple of weeks ago that we even figured out who that was. That's right. So look, I think I think uh, I think China specifically is important to set expectation that the, the the skins for all of the Chinese teams will come later, come out later in the year. Right, right. Uh, exactly because I mean, usually uh, the turnaround for a skin is like a year between ideation and concept and then development and whatnot, like before they hit the game. So it takes uh, it does take some time. On the um, on on the Ascension team, though, look, we're always very careful about choosing our 
words because i mean we don't want to set wrong expectations and there's the legality of it all so we were very intentional about the similar benefits but i will tell you the intention has been since ever to give every team in the national leagues the exact same benefits that was the plan from day one and all the teams that work with us and like all the teams who signed the tpa uh before the ascension tournament they they knew all about it that was always the plan we just didn't want to commit until we knew it was possible because like it's just a tight turnaround and then um it was really just uh the dev team going the extra mile because we know that you know we have a lot of work to do in tier two to help that scene be sustainable and uh kind of giving those teams once they win their spot in the international leagues and ascend it's kind of the least we could do you know like to offer them the same benefits because they're going to have the same expectations we expect them to do the same things uh you know co-streaming and uh, all the marketing activity like they have the same requirements as everyone else so it's only fair that they have the same um the same benefits i i don't think that I've ever seen like details about what the requirements for the organizations actually are. You you mentioned co-streaming and marketing and stuff like that, but as we get deeper into the years where this is happening, what what are the teams like obligated to do as part of their spot? What kind of stuff could we expect teams to be doing? So um, we essentially have uh, what we call the TOR, the team operating requirements, which is like the basic things you need to do to be part of the league. Then on top of have, we have an incentive program, which is if you do these things and you can choose to do them or not, you get an additional uh, lump sum of money to kind of support the organization. So, and they're very, and, and they're very tied to the original um, things we looked for when we selected organizations. And we have pretty much um, five things we look for. One is uh, teams who share our values, who are good representatives of the league. Um, two teams who build a competitive roster and treat their players well and offer them infrastructure and things to practice and whatnot. The other one is all things um, marketing, generating fandom and having an interesting brand that fans are excited about. The other one is very specific about a influencer, creator strategy, co-streamer. Um, and then finally is activating around our global events with um, you know, in-person events and watch parties, et cetera, et cetera. So then, yeah, th th there is a baseline of requirements of things that teams need to, need to do. And then, yeah, and then it comes with uh, all of the benefits. Yeah, I think with that, a lot of people would be asking, uh, due to a recent report that had come out about EG and FlyQuest kind of working in tandem, trying to have FlyQuest replace EG in the league, because all the criteria you gave, listen, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many of those evil geniuses is really marking off the checklist. And so a lot of people would be then raising the question, okay, so why wasn't, why wasn't that transfer made? What, what is the, the stop on that? Very fair question. Dude, look, this is one of those situations where I wish I could be fully transparent and open. Um, and it's hard to be just because of the legality of it all. As you can imagine, like it's a quite it's a quite sensitive situation. Um, we we definitely got reports that EG was trying to commercialize their um, their slot in the league. The one thing I can say is just to refresh everyone's memory, we made a few fundamental changes when we designed the VCT. One of them is to focus on partnership, not ownership. Right? Teams do not own their slot, therefore it's not theirs to commercialize. Um, uh, and then, and the other thing is, I mean, we, we haven't at any point encouraged EG to commercialize their spot. We haven't approved a transaction and I mean, we expect them to fully comply with all of their obligations in the league this year. 
Um, that's Sorry, that I mean, mate. When you say that, that is like that, that is I'm like inspired with confidence, honestly. No, no. I mean, that's like that's like that's like going up to the teacher, and the teacher's like, "I expect you to comply with all of these things that I got for you," and you sat there like, "Yes, okay." <laughs> yeah, but look at 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 the end of the day, man. Look, it's uh, I think I think it's I think it's easy to look at EG and kind of dismiss the team entirely. And I'll tell you this, like they have, despite all the challenges that they have with their ownership group and their investors, which is actually not very dissimilar to what happened with the guard. They have a group of very hardworking people who want to do the right thing. Um, it's just, it's just uh, tough. And again, I wish you could just say more, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as to as to your point there, I think when we've been talking about it on the show too, the actual members of staff that were working at EG that were put under such enormous amounts of responsibility and crunch, as we'd seen in reports, like n- nobody should be hating on those people who were trying to do their best with the situation that was given to them. It's more right. a criticism of the corporate structure and the way in which the situations occurred and the the like leadership overall <clears throat> over there. I think from the totally. from yeah. the reports in the community. And the other thing I would say is I think this this whole episode was, I think, a big learning for all of us. In fact, our entire partnership system and the TPAs, I mean, everything was put to the test last year, right? It was like year one and we saw a bunch of gaps and things we can tighten up and, and we're and we're putting a lot of work. But I think it was a big learning for for players as well. Like, hey, you want to hold someone accountable. What about their agents who negotiated shitty contracts without a pre-stipulated you know, like maximum buyout fee. If I'm any of those players, I would be looking for a new agent now, you know? So like, I think, I think we all learn from the situation and I hope, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, fix some of those problems. Kind of uh, uh, hypothetically then, what would have to be a scenario in which uh, uh, like a, a team's behavior is just unacceptable to continue in the partnership league? What would actually... The what kind of leverage that, do you guys have for that? Yeah, we actually have to get this team out of here. They're they're not a healthy representative for our league, right? Look, it, it comes down to a breach of the TPA, a material breach of the uh, TPA. Um, you know, which means I think look, you can't you can't you can of course point to some of the things, not only G but like a, a lot of teams did, and like uh, that's not great, but like. It's one thing not being great the other thing is like being illegal or breaking the rules right and most teams walk that fine line that has been the case forever so i i don't believe the tpa is is public but like that there's nothing obscure there it's just like a detailing all these operating requirements that that i uh that i mentioned and uh yeah i mean if teams if teams fail to deliver those then um then we may choose to remove them a forceful so, remove, yeah. forcefully remove them from the league. Yep. Getting back to the way that teams are incentivized to like actually because be- there's there's two levers here broadly speaking, right? One of which is there are rules that the organizations have to follow, but it's now like, you're starting hmm. to implement like the carrot as well as the stick. So previously, riots had the stick, and you know you you give them a little whack if they do something wrong, and now you've got the carrot as well as the champions skins from previous years. You've right. now got these skin bundles for the teams to be able to like incentivize them even further along with the the other stuff how do you see do you see some kind of um way in which like for example the champion skins very heavily incentivize people to get to chaps it's a like success rewarding uh carrot 
the skin bundles are like a popularity rewarding carrot. Do you see them working in tandem like well with each other? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think the whole point of these uh, team capsules is to be kind of an additional and incremental offer, right? Because look, I, it's not, it's not, a, it's not, a, it's not a secret to anyone that kind of uh, sustainability is a big topic in esports, and I think more and more we're focusing on in-game digital items as the way to go because we know how to do that well. We know that product is popular. We know people love the game. They love their their teams and they want to support esports the champions collection has been performing incredibly well so this is yeah i mean a uh, incremental offer um the champions collection the way you worked last year we essentially divided it by the total pool the total amount in 46 shares every one of the 30 yeah. partner teams got one share so like there is some revenue going to every team in the league and then for the 16 teams that made it to champions they get a second share to kind of compensate for for performance so with um with the team capsules um it's gonna it's gonna be look it's it's an experiment we're very bullish like we think it's gonna be awesome and players will love it and buy those things and like teams will see a really good upside uh but is it's an experiment like in a lot of ways we're trying things for the first time it's going to be the first product in valorant's history that's going to be available year-round in the store it's not going to be rotating like uh mm. every every other um every other skin that I, we do which i is don't really... have to wait until it's in my night market to try and get the team that i want <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine oh my god <laughs> Cake yeah, and look, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just hitting the night market every time, like K-Cop, 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 please, please. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we're going to try some new things. So, like, the teams uh, who win both as either Masters or Champions, they're going to have their bundle featured, promoted in the main store for a period of time to kind of, because, mm. you know, we do expect that, like, most of sales are going to be front-loaded, right? People are going to look at the skins that they like and they're going to buy, but then we hope to see some kind of surge in interest uh, and appetite mm. throughout the season in moments like playoffs the team make it at the grand finals we you know it's, we're probably going to see some um some uh some some interest in there and uh yeah i mean excited That's i think great. we're going with um i think it's pretty clear at the moment we're going with the uh with the classic and not a classic plus goodies so we have well i mean i i might as well say it's going to be a classic a player card a gum body and a spray um we are excited because you know if you look at the classic we don't have a huge offering if compared to other guns in the game of of of, of skins it's also the gun that everyone starts the round with so like you know you you always you're always kind of showing off your your team and your choice. preference there which is yeah. i think uh cool uh, it's also been like a long collaborative process with uh, teams, which is really cool. They designed their own player cards, so you're going to see a little bit of everything. Wait a Some second. Of... They designed their own player cards. That's right. That's right. And there was a lot okay. of back and forth to kind of, you know, like make sure they're all at a quality bar and whatnot. But the most right. important thing there was, uh, you know, like we wanted, we wanted those things to be good and to kind of represent yeah. the team and the brand. And, um, some of them are like incredibly silly. Some of them are incredibly, you know, like serious. Some of them are like deep and kind of tied back to the origins of the team. So like there's some really cool stuff there. I am looking forward to seeing some of those. I'm looking forward to seeing the incredible ones. I'm looking forward to seeing the silly ones. And I am looking forward to seeing if anyone's done a bad job, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> I mean, just... Uh, the, the, I took the words the, out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, this is going to be... 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there are any, I don't think there are any, and, and look, I'm, of course I'm biased. I'm not going to come here <laughs> yeah, and shit on anyone. No dog, but, but I don't think there is any like terrible ones. We're not okay. embarrassed of any, yep. anything we're putting in game. I okay. think they're all medium. Uh, yeah. A follow-up question here as well is like the most popular guns are pro listen probably I don't actually know this for sure but like Phantom and Vandal I would imagine tend to sell more because people tend to use them in the rifle rounds as well. Um, That's right. In in future years, I would assume that there would be some like additional idea of ideation on this. Like I, either it's an upgrade to the skin or it's an additional weapon or something like that. Uh, is part of the reason for going for the classic because you have like building room out upwards towards other guns ideas etc for team skins in the future that's right yeah look i i want to be careful here like you know i don't want to i don't want to uh set set wrong expectations but uh yeah i mean that's that's the plan if team capsules perform well and we choose to continue doing them the way they exist right now we're we're we're, we're probably going to rotate to 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 other guns i think it it probably makes sense to have vandal and Vandal and Phantom kind of um, being the thing we do for the Champs collection every year, because, I mean, those right, are yes, right. by far the most popular guns, but we have a lot to work with, you know, if we, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you're adding more guns, too, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, I, I did right. want to circle back a little bit to, um, you, you mentioned about, like, trying to make Tier 2 and Challengers a little bit uh, more stable, um, right. which is not the words you kind of use in the in the past. Um, but now we're kind of seeing, like, in the open qualifiers for North America, we're seeing a college team make it through. We're seeing unsigned right. teams make it through. Um, it feels like it's the least, um, you know, stable it's been uh, in a long time. And now we're seeing teams that are going to come through and probably not be able to meet the expectations you have for international league teams down the line like right. once you get through the m80s the uh you know the shopify's and stuff like that in ascending into the league you're going to have teams that probably won't be able to make the tpa what is the um like contingencies for teams like that great question before i answer that let me just use this opportunity to clarify the stability part because i mean it was not the first time i worded something poorly uh and i and i appreciate the opportunity to uh to kind of clarify that look i think stability is not the same as sustainability right of course we want here to be sustainable of course we want those teams to be incentivized to invest and players to be able to you know put their their careers and you know invest and try to go pro and try to get to the top and to do it in a sustainable way obviously what I meant when I say we're not looking for stability is that what we saw a lot of teams NTOs asking is like they wanted essentially challengers to become a closed league. They're like, well, I don't want to risk getting relegated. And just and that just goes on the opposite direction of what the purpose of challengers is, which is creating mobility, right? We want the best teams to get the challengers and eventually get to international leagues. And like that up and down is 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 a big part of the reason why that exists. So we want it to be sustainable. But stable is a different is a different thing. So anyway, I think it's important to clarify. But look, um, yeah, man, look, I think None of us here look at challengers in 23 and think that it was a smashing hit, like it was a big success. It was not. We definitely have work to do there, and we are putting a lot of effort into um, making that whole scene. In fact, everything that's not tier one, like better, more sustainable, and that includes challengers, that includes game changers, that includes premier, and that and that connection and how teams and pros uh, flow upwards. We have a big challenge 
a, a big challenge with uh, with the calendar, of course, and how everything comes together in a way that makes sense and don't kind of force teams to choose to compete in one thing or the other. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're making a bunch of changes this year. We're excited to see how they go, right? Everything from like the affiliate system to the changes on the calendar and all of that stuff. But we are already thinking about changes we are going to do for 24. Not just thinking about it. I, we're actively working on the 2025 plan. And we, we might do some more drastic changes because I think they are um, necessary. So, so I'm excited there. But I think, look, I think, I think it's important to put some things in perspective here. And I know that's not a, a popular thing to say publicly, but I mean, it's, it, it's fine. I'd rather, I'd rather say the truth than give you, a, a, give you, you know, like give anyone false hopes. I think the first thing we need to, to like, get alignment on is what is success for challengers, right? And to answer that question, you kind of need to think like, why do we do it in the first place? Why does it exist? And, and in our minds, it comes down to two things, accessibility and development, right? Accessibility meaning we want to give anyone who wants to go pro in Valorant a very clear path and that upwards mobility, right? The easy thing to do, like many esports do, is like just create an academy league, right? We would be operating four of those instead of 23. No ascension, no promotion, and just stop there. That would be the, the easy answer. We believe in accessibility, both for teams and for players. So that's one. And the other thing is developments, like it's giving teams and, 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 and pros, of course, a stage to kind of develop themselves and to hone their skills and to prove that they deserve to be at the top. Because... There's just a huge gap in between someone playing a ranked game and then making it to the biggest stages in, in the VCT. So that layer is very important to kind of build the future talent for, for, for our sport. So if you, if you look at challenges from that perspective, accessibility and development, it's actually kind of working well. Um, I mean, we, we, of course, are seeing four new teams joining our international leagues this year. We are seeing over 60 players Almost 40% of players playing tier one this year came from tier two, from challengers, right, in 24. So if you look at from that perspective, accessibility and development, it is working. We're seeing teams and players coming upwards and it, like, it brings fresh blood, to, fresh blood to the leagues and it makes things more interesting. But if you look at it from the perspective of, I'm a player, I didn't make it a tier one, and I'm looking at challengers as the place where I'm gonna play in a big tournament with big audience and big price posts, then yeah, challengers is not delivering that. And from that perspective, it's not, it's not successful. And the nuance there is, we know that for challengers to fulfill that role of accessibility and development, it needs a baseline of success from an audience and viewership perspective. Otherwise, the league won't, won't stand on its own, right? So it needs to be that, but... Um, the harsh reality here is that our sports simply don't have the scale to support multiple levels of competition with like incredibly high viewership, right? I see people pointing at like English football. I like, hey, look, like you have the Premier League, you have Championship, you have like seven layers of professional sport. Why can't we have that? And I mean, we just we just don't have the scale. Valorant's one of the most popular video games in the world right now, and we have tens of millions of players. Football, if you go to FIFA's website, like they talk about percentage of the world population as their fan base. They have like 4 billion people, right? So if you watch a match of like a, the tier two football, they have enough of an audience to make that league very, very successful, which, which we don't. And I think, you know, 
it is it is quite challenging especially for pros because if you think about it we design our sport in a way that's um i mean honestly like top heavy right that was like one of the fundamental decisions we made when we designed everything to focus on quality not quantity right we have four international leagues not 15 we have 40 partner teams not hundreds we have three global events not 10 like that focus on doing few things really well i think it was very fundamental and we have what like um 40 teams f five players each what 250 seats at the top layer of the sport there's no question that there are more than 250 tier one caliber players out there right and they're all like well i can't make it a an international league where do i go like i want to be in a league that's successful as well and that mismatch of expectations is what creates a lot of challenge and a lot of uh friction so look we're 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 working very hard to kind of solve this problem it's a very hard problem i wish more people would understand that's like it's us riot plus community against the problem it's not community versus riot like we're we're very incentivized to to make this work and make it happen it's just a really hard problem but again we're iterating on the design we're cooking some big changes for next year that hopefully we'll be able to do and uh, yeah we'll see how it goes yeah i mean i i hard agree with one of the first things you said i think is really important um not creating challengers or tier two as a second franchise league i i despise that i mean i already was very much against uh how many teams were sort of retaining spots throughout the, the league last year um I, I wanted to see more teams be able to qualify because the way the schedule was set up, you, the teams were just disincentivized to play throughout the year, essentially just give up after the beginning, which is really bad. Um, and it also disincentivized Game Changers teams from being outside of Game Changers because, you know, you end just outside the qualifier, you just sacrificed being on, uh, a, you know, your, your more likely chance of being on a signed team in Game Changers, which is one of the problems with the current state of challengers and the problem with that being an open system though is how do you incentivize more organizations to be interested in having teams signed in challengers and you know i'm not talking excess of salary here but signed enough that players can feel comfortable focusing on playing um because that's sort of a that's a, that's a stopgap on game changers players being able to convert over. You you know you're leaving the safety of actually getting paid to try to compete in a league where less people are getting paid, but is the stepping stone to getting to tier one like that. That's just uh, a, a clear stopping point where uh, you know that's an extremely tough and risky decision to make. So what? What is the plan to, to incentivize orgs to actually participate in uh, challengers, which would you know fix some some of these issues? Yeah, look, I think I think it I I think what we heard from look we 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 work on this plan for I think almost two years before we shipped it, like what the VCT looks like and the partnership leagues and whatnot, and we had a bunch of assumptions, right? We have a bunch of things we believed that would be true that would make the whole system work. One of them was um, that organizations would look at Ascension and say, like, hey, this is such a gigantic opportunity. I want to invest. And what we learned is that a lot of organizations look at that opportunity and they're like, and they look at the risk profile of that investment. They're like, yeah, not, like, not, not, not worth it, you know, because like, the chances of ascending are quite slim. So I think that's one of the big challenges we have is how to 
how to make that that investment more 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 viable and um i think there are really only two paths here one is we make challengers on its own better meaning there's a bigger opportunity there for again like more audiences more revenue opportunities for tos and teams to kind of stand on its own or we increase we put a bigger carrot in front of them using uh, josh's uh analogy here which could mean a bunch of things um right so like there are really two like two two solutions the thing that is hard though is like i think i think when i hear people talking about the topic like usually the solutions that they ideate are like creating stability for tier two by removing from tier one right some people say well you should just go like foo promo relegation that will solve the problem i mean yes that, yeah. that would solve this problem that would create a complete different set of problems right like the number one challenge facing esports right now is sustainability, right? By having a partnership league, we know for a fact that we can offer a select number of teams that stability necessary to have a league and to have a sport. So, um, yeah, there are, again, a number of solutions. A common one that I also usually see is like, why don't you simply like do a digital item for challengers and help, you know, those teams and those players? Um, which, which I, you know, like, I think, I think, I think it makes sense on paper, but in reality wouldn't work for a number of reasons, right? First of all, like that product probably wouldn't commercialize well. I mean, you guys have already spoke, you've already said like, we don't even know how the tier one like bundles are going to do. That's right. Look, man, I mean, not enough people open their browsers for free to watch challengers. Why would they open their wallets and spend money? Like it wouldn't commercialize well, right? Like there simply isn't enough of an audience there to be monetized and uh so that's one the other thing is things like champions monetize well because we create such a gigantic momentum around it right there's like a whole event and a whole campaign leading to it and we clear the store of any other big products kind of focus on that so like we don't have that for challengers and i think the biggest problem which is a gigantic challenge for challengers challenge for challengers issue for challengers is um we um it's just a sheer number of teams and players right so imagine a product that isn't monetizing very well and now you have to divide it by 230 teams over a thousand players people would get pennies you know what i mean like it would you it wouldn't be enough money to move the needle so i think there are a bunch of ideas out there but again it's just a really hard problem to solve but it comes down to yeah hoping ho hopefully make challengers better better viewership um or putting a bigger a bigger carrot there and again we're working on things on both fronts too uh... so kind of well, speaking on like the incentive front and the sustainability fronts um premiere to me seems like kind of an, a, a, a way to fix some of that as well because to me when i see a system like premiere i see a bunch of players flooding in whenever they have the chance and they're spending money in the store because they're logging onto the game um how are you guys thinking about that? Uh, just with Premiere in a sense of dragging and incentivizing people to play and using that path to pro, um, are you guys thinking of how that actually is a slice of the pie for challengers and tier one in the future as well? Um, so I, I, don't think, I don't think we are at the moment looking at Premiere as the thing that will kind of generate uh, like revenues or sustainability for for challengers, I think the way we do look at Premier is if you think about our sport as a pyramid, um, we have, of course, global events and then it, international leagues and then challengers. We're thinking of Premier as that 
almost like tier three, that base layer that is wide and robust and open for ev everyone who wants to play. Because we have this vision that we believe very much in, which is um, to connect game and sport, right? And if you want to go pro, you can go from playing in your bedroom to the biggest stage in Valorant and the path is clear and it's open and all it depends is on your skills. You perform well, right? You win games, you will, you will make it to the top. So Premier creates that, that foundational layer and we're gonna, and we're gonna share a lot more uh, in the upcoming months about how Premier is gonna work and you know the promotion into, um, into challengers. I think there's a world in which we might lean a bit more heavily on Premier in the future. Cause you know, like as that system evolves, that's another thing we're still kind of trying, piloting this year. It's such a big and risky bet, right? Like many games try to have a some sort of in-game tournament system in the path. And it's like, again, some like one of those things, it's really hard to get it right and to make it work. But if he I mean, does- Other with... games, but like a lot of them are tiny. And the biggest ones that have done it, like Fortnite or other uh, major games have had massive success where, where I would argue that there's, Fortnite, for example, has still solo cash cups that thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people are playing and they're doing that because it's making money for the game uh they wouldn't run them otherwise so i'm 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 looking at that i'm saying valerie this is like so easy to me um but i'm also not seeing the same effort like i would have a bone to pick about the the way that you guys are structuring premiere this year in that i don't care like if i was a player trying to you know go pro or whatever i'm lucky because i'm already high high level player i'm already immortal three whatever i'm already those settings but like i can't play premiere to learn or to get anywhere in that system like i'm not excited at all for anybody who's below the rank requirement that you need to play in contender to me there's no there's no path you play ranked you join premiere and you just register and then you can play the open qualifier and that's kind of weird to me in the sense that you're not actually progressing anywhere by playing premiere you mean what you would look for is like you join the team and the team itself ascends the rank or you have like a premier rank that's separate from you from your ranked rank yeah you, to you, do with you play stacks. the division below contender and you win that and then you go to contender and then you go to yeah. playing in challengers there's no there's none of that progression right now i think i think that is very a very fair point but i think the challenge here is we look at premier as a way for any five friends to experience organized play right and then for those who aspire to go pro, then yes, you have like that layer that connects with the challengers and above. But Premier also, that's our hope that it's going to serve at anyone and everyone in, in Valorant. Um, yeah, I think it does that right now for people who want to look for that experience. But like... <laughs> in, well, in, in, your, in your idea with that, Bala, are you... So is, is your intention to say that the teams competing in challengers should go through like an in-game premiere, you know, kind of qualifier or ascending into the challengers tournament and then going well, through the I, challengers. I bracket? think the way that it works right now is fair for players who are, you know, high, high skill or whatever. They should have a route to get in without having to deal with going through a premiere system. Yeah, but I'm saying like there's, so there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of plot ranked players who want to play organized play and they want to progress in the system. Um, but there's no way for them to, to do that without playing ranked, which is not yeah. an organized You system. just win the plat bracket, okay. and yeah. then that's it. You're just kind of hard capped. And that yeah. makes it so that people aren't going to play Premier, uh, just straight up. People who want to go pro are never going to play Premier. They're just going to look for the non-existent third-party events and, <laughs> and just play ranked. 
and if they're not learning criticism. anything and they're not increasing their skills they're not actually doing what you're saying about developing players in my mind and it's just going to make premiere a bad product so i i'm i'm pretty concerned even though i think premiere right now is great it's fun and it's achieving what you're talking about but i'm concerned that in the future especially if this is the way that you guys decide to go it's it's gonna die off in the sense that people aren't going to be excited to try to progress through it that's very fair look it's year one there's like a shit ton of work to do there and i think you know Feedback like that uh, helps a lot. And I mean, it uh, goes without saying we have tons of, of data of how, you know, like people are engaging with Premiere and whatnot, and we'll, we'll be looking at all those things and how to, how to build the roadmap uh, for the future. But and very I wanted to, uh, I wanted to, I, I feel like we've kept you for quite a while, but I just wanted to throw a couple oh, of good. Uh, no oddball, oddball questions at you here. So it's been, I, I saw this post recently on Reddit because, I mean, I've just completely lost track of time. But apparently it's been about a year since we've heard anything about the replay system. Is that tied to esports? I mean, you're the global head of Valorant esports, but in my head, a replay system is kind of outside of that. That's more to do with the, the game as a whole, but I, I don't exactly know how that's tied into things. Um, is that in your purview? Do we have to wait for, you know, like somebody else on the developer side to discuss this at some point down the line? It feels like there's been radio silence for quite a while. That is, that is true. You're correct that uh, any, any game features are, are the responsibility of the game dev team. But dude, look, I think more and more Riot, we're kind of, we're seeing ourselves as one Valorant team, right? Like I am, I am, I am part of that, of that team. And, um, I wish I had an update here. The reality is I don't, um, you know, I think we heard from Anna about a year ago that yes, we're working on it. And that is, and, and that is the answer. We're working on it. I don't think there is, um, I, I don't think we have any updates to share right now. I just yeah. want to say that, look, we share everyone's desire and frustration that it's, uh, that it doesn't exist. It would be great for so many fronts in the, in the sport. It's also one of those things that's like, it's a lot harder than it, it appears on the surface. And this is hard yeah, for sure. other reasons, like for technical reasons. But um, I do know we have a team uh, working really hard on uh, on making it happen. And sorry, I had one more uh, annoying question, I'm sure, for you, which is that we've just seen that there's a lot of layoffs within Riot recently. It was like 11% of the company was laid off. And I've, uh, I'm sure that's difficult for a lot of people inside the company as well. Some teams will have lost valuable members and some people have lost their livelihoods as well and are going right. to have to go and look for other jobs. Um, do you anticipate seeing the esports product, the VCT product that we're kind of focused in on, being affected in material ways by the layoffs? Is there some shifting of expectations that should come because of this announcement? Look, I think I th uh, the short answer is uh, no. You know, you you may you may remember from Dylan, our CEO, you know, public message that. I think a lot of this of this move and the layoff is about focusing on our live games and especially you know like the ones that are doing well and Valorant is doing incredibly well. So we should not we should not see any 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 significant impact on our products. And that's not to say that Valorant wasn't impacted. I mean we definitely had yeah, um, yeah. folks in our in our in our teams impacted, but we still have a great team. We have hundreds of writers who are directly employed in dedicated to VCT and making our sport great. We make a quite substantial investment like you know on our on our sport every year and that's not changing. Um you know, we see, you know, esports like again, it's like we're 
more and more we see sport and game as one thing, right? Like the VCT is a core part of the Valorant experience. We're super committed, and uh, yeah, you you should not see any any impacts on the things that we do. I do Damn. have uh, <clears throat> I do have another question um, that's sort of uh, related again to the the path to pro. Um, obviously, up until this point, Valorant has been an extremely global game, more so than any game I think I've been involved with personally, where genuinely you could see any region win a tournament at every international tournament, which it's is nuts, yeah, it, which is very <laughs> nuts. Um, that being said, though, I think with uh, with the Americas specifically, I have concern and i know uh, uh, other folks from the south american scene have concern that because the event is being hosted in los angeles the teams from south america that are competing in challengers in tier two are just getting way worse practice than the tier two na teams because they can compete against the best south american teams and the best north american teams and uh, it's one of the reasons now even it, like it has effects now but i think this is going to have even long longer lasting effects that are very, very negative, but you're seeing it now with some of the South American teams. It's like, really? They're recycling these guys that just haven't really done anything? There's no other... And then you go down and look at who they could possibly get, and it's like, well, I guess there, there really aren't that many great options for upcoming players right now, but it's going to be tough for players to actually make their way to, to the top where where the top uh, you know South American teams would consider them because there's no competition to scrim against. Um, right. Is this something that's being actively discussed, trying to think of solutions to this? Because it seems like something that could get out of hand and that global aspect of the game could be sacrificed if we're looking a couple of years down the line. Yep, yep, absolutely. That's a really good point. Um, look, another another very hard problem to solve, right? Um, I think we see similar problems in like Western Europe and Eastern Europe, right? Teams in Turkey, they can practice with uh, partner teams in Berlin. Um, you know, it's like, it's a, it, is, it is a real problem. There's not an easy solution there. Because if you think about it, if the league was in Sao Paulo or in Santiago in Chile instead of LA, then we would have the same problems, but the opposite, right? Like, so then North American teams wouldn't be able to practice. So like, who do you, who do you, who do you benefit and penalize? Like, there's no perfect solution. Our dream when we started designing the VCT some two and a half years ago was to have a rotating league. Can we do like a split in each location, which is just not viable. We spend like uh, a good amount of time trying I'm to make that happen. Back to the bloody happen. Overwatch League. I, I know it's not viable. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And it's, not, and, it's, and it's like not only about Riot, because of course we would have to set up studios and like all the infrastructure. But it's not viable for teams, right? When they come and establish themselves in a city, they have to have, um, they have to establish a legal entity, and they have to put like a whole apparatus to obey like labor law, and they have to build infrastructure and practice facilities. Have a itinerary league is just uh, is just not viable. So again, really hard problem to solve. We are actively debating it. One of our hopes is that as we redesign challengers, um, we could have somewhat of a more open circuit style ecosystem that allow teams to play tournaments in any regions within a territory. So if you're a team in the Americas, you could be playing tournaments in North America and South America and Central America. So that's kind of one of the ways we're, 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 um, we're thinking about the problem, but I mean, it's, 
it's one of those that are like there's no there's no perfect um there's no perfect solution there and we're open look we're open to ideas like anyone if there is like you know if yeah we're always open to uh thoughts and feedback we're working on it. what what's the exact middle point of every continent and we'll just run the event out of there like we'll run it in panama and and like i don't know <laughs> run it in panama poland and hong kong i, well, I don't we- know what we actually need is for someone to defy the laws of physics and make uh, light travel faster through fiber and then... Bren's working on it, actually. He was talking to me <laughs> yeah, last night about it. it. Bren's working on it, yeah. God. He, <laughs> he found actually... Oh, good news. <laughs> he found the hack to getting funded is just to say that you're really close to building a room temperature superconductor and just put that in a paper and then you'll get a grant from the government because they want you to build it and then you just have infinite money. He's actually figured out the infinite money hack and we'll just say that we're going to build like faster than light. Uh, communications and then you know some university will give us a grant to do it and then we'll spend the money on esports instead there you go <laughs> i didn't realize going to turn back into university for me bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah fraudulent university my two favorite <laughs> things defrauding universities <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, um, I did have one more question like related to Please? replays but uh last year we i think Anna said something about like spectator updates. I feel like we haven't really gotten many updates to spectator at all. And I'm wondering when some of like, is that in the pipeline? Um, because that, that is a little bit more related to esports. It's one of the few places that we use the spectator client. Um, mini map updates, um, not even just like from the game itself, but also on the, you know, the front of the, the main UI you guys use barracks right. that feels um like it's stagnated a little bit in terms of catching up to other esports like cs who has so many ways to adjust and change their ui based on the to that's running it right so yeah um that's a that's a really good point that is also something we're actively working on there is a a lot of things in the um in the roadmap that we are uh that we're working the one thing, though, I will I, I, I will say we are we are actually very intentional about having some sort of a standard HUD because our hope is that if you're watching Valorant, no matter the competition, you have that familiarity with with what you're watching. You know where to look for things and where to see stats and you know where to see scores and whatnot. So the challenge there it kind of hinders innovation a little bit, right? Because like if you had Avertio around the world trying new things, we could see new ideas popping up and kind of but. We see value in having that um, that uh, uh, kind of standard HUD. It's also a lot more efficient to run because we could do it once and deploy to every league instead of kind of rebuilding the solution in every in every part of the world. It helps challengers and TOs because they don't have to build it for themselves. We hand them the solution, but there is a trade-off, which is it kind of slows, right? Like experimentation, like you said. Yeah. Well, um, also some people just some TOs just don't have access to that, and that is. Like to me, when I when I tune into a tournament that doesn't have the HUD, the spec client, like I I just don't watch because it's not worth it, and that's because there's no native support for anybody to develop that sort of thing. Um, that is fair. That is so fair. We it, should we should have for all challengers and game changers competitions though. If we don't, that is a mistake. But I hear you on like if 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 that was embedded in the client, which I think is what you're saying, anyone could could have it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's fair. I, I would also say, just uh, to, to go to your point about like you guys thinking about keeping it standard, I would just I would just say that I think you guys should trust people to like learn how to watch a little bit more 
because I don't think they're as difficult to learn as you might think. But you have the data too. So. <laughs> no, look, look, I think there's no absolute truth on, 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 on anything that, that we do. Right? Like, there's no right answer. There are just choices we make, and every choice has pros and cons. So, like, yeah, you may be, you may be absolutely right. I think, look, hopefully you, you see a lot of the ways we build everything in our ecosystem. We, we try to have some sort of, like, you know, all of international leagues have the same format. Like, all of the competitions have the same HUD. Like, in a world that is full of content and entertainment choices, like, making things easier for people is important and that's kind of a i think a philosophy behind of a lot of you know of our decisions but uh you're i mean you're right maybe maybe we should we should open the doors and let people pour into their things i think that's that's a that's a very valid perspective in the uh partnership league one of the things recently that's been levied a lot of criticism and discussion is the count of the matches the teams are playing which is a minimum of 12 right. um you know and people will say why are there 12 matches when the nfl has 17 and they're hitting their heads against each other right. <laughs> and <laughs> there is no athleticism involved in gaming it's um, actually because vct is going to start whacking people's heads together <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you were the commissioner yeah you probably would <laughs> get me in there good incentivization to watch challengers if there was a bit more <laughs> violence perhaps that would bring viewership in uh why, why why is 12 games the right amount yeah so <clears throat> that's a great topic i'm glad we're talking about it um He's look uh, for this one <laughs> 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 no i'm just i i just have a lot to say and i have learned that uh twitter is not the right avenue for those conversations and if i'm not saying it there where i'm gonna say it. so i'm glad i'm glad we're, i'm glad we're having the conversation um so look, we had a long debate about, um, you know, like that exactly. Like, what is what is the ideal floor? Like, you know, how much how much how much should we offer for every team and whatnot? I think it really comes down to one important factor, which is if you look at the way we design the sport, we have a lot of different stakeholders, right? We have um, players, and then we have teams, and we have tournament organizers, and we have sponsors, and then we have player associations that are many different people with different expectations and things they want out of the sport. So you can't please everyone, so who do you, who do you choose? And the razor for our decisions has always been fans. Fans come first. Whatever fans want, that's what we're going to do. Because without fans, there's no sport, right? Without people watching Valorant, there's no business for Riot, there's no business for teams, there's no business for pros. So a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times when we make a decision that is better for fans, it's not necessarily what's better for players, right? We saw that happening last year with lock-in. People are like, well, four players are going to have to travel all the way to Brazil and play one match and get knocked out. Yeah, because that's their fucking job, right? For fans, though, it's very exciting. You're watching matches. Every match counts. High stakes. So yeah, many times... More often than not, we're going to make decisions that are better for fans, not necessarily better for teams and for players. And I think that's just a perfect example of that. There are many reasons why people watch esports, right? And we have a very professional, quite sophisticated team working on research and analytics and viewership analytics to kind of try to tell us what those things are. We categorize them in six key motivators and why people watch esports. 
fandom is one of them and i saw a lot of people saying like you know that 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 line people want to watch the best teams play got a reaction and some people say i don't want to watch the best teams i want to watch my team six motivators fandom is of course one of them fandom is an important part of any any sport but it's not the main reason why people watch uh, the vct it's i i would say it's not the main reason why people watch um esports right um so you know i think people watch for the most part um because they uh because of entertainment right because they want to watch the big matches they want to watch the elimination matches the qualification matches they want to watch the big plays the flick shots the funny moments like someone being knifed they want to you know like in 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 in, in tournaments like champions they want to watch the opening ceremony that is the main the main driver um and um i think um yeah i mean i i think that's the point we're going to prioritize fans at the end of the day we are we we are growing the number of matches right we in 2024 we have more matches than we had in 2021 2022 2023 all previous years if you're only watching your international leagues and global events there are a hundred over a hundred show days in 2024 you know um if you watch multi multiple leagues then that number is a and challengers and game changers that number is a lot higher and as you know i've talked about this a number of times we're always concerned about um about um viewer fatigue which is a big deal um and the final thing i think it's important to to talk about is if you look at the way we designed the calendar and all the competitions um every tournament every competition in esports the viewership chart it's like a smiley face it starts high with a peak because of the novelty people want to see teams playing for the first time in the new rosters and then it dips at the at at the middle of the tournament and then as you start to get to resolution um elimination playoffs or not it ramps up again because of course people want to know who's going to win and when you stretch any of those blocks of competition you're actually stretching the valley not the peaks right so i saw a lot of people asking like why can't we have two full round robins why like a five week stage instead of a 10 week stage well if you stretch stretch it to 10 weeks you have a long deep so our answer to that is we focus on shorter cycles right we want to have a bunch of shorter cycles so we want to have like kickoff two weeks and then you have masters madrid two weeks and then you have stage five weeks and then you have shanghai two weeks and then you have stage two five weeks you know what i mean like shorter cycles that gives more trophy lift opportunities more peaks uh more re-entry points for fans because think about it if it's like a 10-week stage and you're a fan and you've missed the first four and you're like ah, i probably missed like ha almost half i just won't watch this stage at all so shorter cycles are are good like you know i think especially this generation uh especially folks who watch voluntary sports like you know like i think the uh you know people just don't have the patience to sit through something incredibly long so we focus on uh shorter cycles and because of that it's just very hard for us to accommodate like a lot of a lot of matches for for um uh, for uh all the teams and yeah we focus on we focus on on the best teams playing more we ideated with a bunch of formats i am personally and i know a lot of people are not a huge fans of uh um round robins because i mean you're just seeing like match after match but it is very good in a way that's very equitable you have you you see all of the matchups at least once in the season we know in advance and we can plan around them right we can 
plan like marketing and promotion last year we did uh like out of home media and the subway in paris to promote vitality and k corp like round robins are good on that on that sense but they are not particularly exciting right because again people want to watch the qualification matches and um we even thought about like what if in, like what what if instead of league play we had more tournament based um competition regionally which also had its own challenges like we thought it could be a bit repetitive if you go from tournament style and then into tournament style of masters so we we chose uh to go with uh round robins we also have some very practical constraints there with logistics and timing and like you know how to do you increase the number of matches per day? Do you increase the number of days per week? Do you increase the number of weeks? The only viable solution there, which we explored, would be going to BO once, which we don't particularly love because map selection matters a lot in in Valorant. Yeah, yeah don't um, go to BO once. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So no explanation needed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to justify that statement. Just don't go to be honest. Yeah. And, and I think so, yeah. the the other part of what you're saying too is you said that like the shorter stage stuff is really effective. And from your from the perspective of the way that you're describing it, from a viewership perspective, I'm sure it is. Uh, from other people's perspective, for example, from a competitive integrity, like are we going to get the for sure the best teams out the end of it? It's what you said before. Like every system has pros and cons to it and compromises that you have to make when you decide on it. So it's not like, yeah, it's not like this is the best system, but it it has benefits and it does have downsides. And that to me is one of the biggest downsides this year is that because things are so condensed, kickoff and the five-week splits, it is entirely possible that stuff like strength of schedule and stuff like, you know, mm -hmm. where, whether you match up against someone in that singular limb format, like it looks like Fnatic Na'Vi could very easily happen in the singular limb portion over in EMEA. I'm sure there's many other things that could occur in the other regions too but those are the those are the current downsides for for this year despite the fact that like it's going to be shorter the viewership's going to be higher expected i agree things. and look it's, we're gonna we're gonna see yep we're gonna see how it goes and we're gonna adjust for for next year i think um if there is a change i would do right now it's probably on the kickoff format i think there's definitely an opportunity to make it um slightly longer maybe make playoffs double elimination I think we finally have more time to work with in 2025 with the season starting in January, ending later in the year. So we have, we, we have more to work with. I think in 2023 slash four, we had just an unfortunate reality of a bunch of things happening at the same time. And we wanted to give teams in China the same space and time we gave everyone else to kind of accommodate and set up for the new league. So we didn't have a lot of time for kickoff. So next year, things are going to be... Uh, a little bit better but look i think i think just to touch on one final point here which is i think one of the biggest challenges of running a sport like 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 the vct um you look at you know you look at teams and players they have many different perspectives right and all their perspectives are valid right of course for a team who don't expect to qualify for a global event so of course they'll be like there are not enough matches for a team that will probably qualify for all global events, they will probably be like, there's too much to play. I am tired and I am overworked. Of course, for a team that didn't make it to the partnership, they'll be like, the partnership league sucks. And all those perspectives are valid from their own point of view. The challenge we have is we have to look at all of these different perspectives and make the decision that's best for, for the sport. And uh, there's just no, 
no pleasing everyone. So like, yeah, we designed the system and uh, from again, a team that will probably play the minimum number of matches, their perspective is this is not enough and we understand, but again, um, yeah, I on on the no pleasing everyone. I just want to uh, reference something that you you had said in the answer to the original match count question, which was that uh, you know you, you said kind of generally that this was for the fans. Now what's going to happen is people are going to say, "Well, I'm a fan, and that's why I want more matches." Right. Um, so when you say that, what uh, to to just get to the the specifics to kind of you know be very clear about it you're speaking about the majority of the fans as per what the data is showing that that's what you're referencing when when you make that statement that's absolutely right yeah okay. look i think um i think uh you know i think it's i think it's common to kind of look at the kind of twitter reddit echo chamber and think like you know like here are the fans, like, listen to what they're saying. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just really hard to look at social media at the, as the, as a source of information of what fans want. I mean, just think about it. Uh, we have tens of millions of fans around the world. If you see a thousand people talking about something on, on Twitter, like, yeah, sometimes that, that opinion will be statistically relevant, but more often than not, it, it won't, right? And again, we have, uh, we have a very professional team who do research and analytics and data and help us understand what, what, what fans want. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, social media is important and we, and we value it a lot of, at Riot because it's a way to kind of connect very directly with, um, with fans and with players and we encourage everyone to be there and talk to the community. But it's just very hard to get accurate like an accurate representation of what fans want for a number of reasons. I think the two most important ones is like one, as I said, most of our audience is not on those platforms, so that's one. And the other one is, um, you know, like people, if you know anything about research, like the professionals, which I'm not one of them, we have a, we have a very capable team. Like they will tell you, if you want to get an actual representation of someone's opinion, you can let them be influenced by others but by other people opinions, right? And that's usually what happens on social media. Like we put a calendar out and then a pro player who's not happy about it because they're not playing enough matches will say, this thing is bullshit. And then a fan will say, this thing is bullshit, right? They, they won't necessarily pause and think like, do I actually like this as a fan? Or am I agreeing with like a player that I like and their opinions that this thing is shit. My favorite meme is when we put something out, someone will go, I can't wait for Plat Chat to break this down and tell me how I feel about this tournament. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Don't worry, we I, got Mustache Man to explain it for you. Dude, I, I build my entire personality video. just based on what Twitch chat says to me, and then I tell other people how to build their personality. It's just the <laughs> sickest kind of parasocial relationship. The actual core of my being has been hidden so far down, I don't even know who I am anymore. I'm just built up from the perceptions of other people thrown onto me. Oh my God. I... I, I I feel like we've held you for far too long at this point, and I did want to... As long as it's all right with Wyatt and Bala, I wanted to end with a, a final ask for you, Leo, which Please. goes back to your topic of not pleasing everybody. So I would like you to not please everybody. We're going to do a tier list after this oh my where, God. where we're putting teams into tiers. They're not just standard tiers, but they are kind of. like It's just top to bottom. But, you know, you got your world beaters in there. you got your winless teams in there, your average Andes, the teams that are going to be playing the minimum matches because they won't be winning anything, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. 
I do we want to do we want to force Leo to like choose one of these teams? Kurt seems uh, to want Loud. <laughs> absolutely. I Loud would be good. You know what? Loud's a because, Loud's a fairly easy one though. I feel like like but, they but can't also, go all the way down to winless. Sadak says we're biased. North Americans don't True. like properly. So I, yeah. I I get that. Um, but I, I, would, I personally really want you to place a team in the minimum match theory. I mean, <laughs> look, I have gotten. I have gotten really good at angering people on Twitter, so I'm going to make the choice that's going to angry the most amount of people. Uh, Sentinels right, at the top. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean... Wow. No, no, sorry, sorry. sorry. I... Sentinels at the bottom. Sentinels F. No, Sentinels at the top. At least you can argue it. You can It's divisive at the top. Yeah. I'm only joking. I cannot do that. I cannot Dude, do that. All right, bring it back to the top, Kurt. Dude, I don't mind We're it going at the top. With the original to be honest. statement. I think that's I think that's a nuts statement, but like defensible, to be honest with you. I You're love that team. I'm a huge I'm a huge Saucy uh, fan. I love that guy, and I think that's exactly. Uh... Kurt, get him up there and ask. For Wait, the so did you? Take. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Never mind. Let's. <laughs> well, I I think I think we're finished with you. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, I one, one, one more. What a ask. nice way to say goodbye. One well, no, ask. I'm not saying goodbye. I'm letting you do that, Wyatt. I was just uh, Leo, seeing if uh, everyone else was on board. Uh, fucking bounce, buddy. We're finished with you. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> back, thank you, folks. This is awesome. Thanks. Josh is crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah no, thank great. you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Is this thank a, you for having uh, me. Of course. All right. Uh, how do how is this transition working with? We're gonna take Mimi a quick like a one minute break oh, to get okay. Mimi in here. There you go. Thank okay. you, Leo. Got you. Peace. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, thanks you, Leo. All right, bye. We're taking a break, and we'll be back with Mimi in, but just sixty seconds. Literally, oh, wow. I don't even have a countdown timer for how <clears throat> fast we're gonna get her in here. That was crazy. Oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. Can I do a promo right now? Can I do a plug? Yeah, you can promote your. And right now, I'm going to be doing a promo, which to Central later today on my YouTube channel, Unnamed with Wyatt River, interview with Sentinel CEO Robert Moore going up at 2 p.m. Central. Check that shit out. There is my promo. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing because just no one said anything. All right. Mimi is here. What? I'm just goofing up. Oh, we were Everything. taking a break. I wasn't listening. I was just letting him promo. Dude, a one-minute break? Yeah, I wasn't we're listening. Back. Mimi's here. Hello, Mimi? <clears throat> Hello. Oh, my As... goodness. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, he's still here. Bye, Leo. Bye, Leo. <laughs> All right. Guys, let's get down to brass tacks. This is the brass. This is the brass segment. What are we talking about here? No, we just had the brass segment. This oh, was literally we literally brass. had the brass. The top brass. Let's get down to the iron tacks. Uh, <laughs> what's what's up next? Uh, I mean, are we talking about this in the run of show? We talked about it with team skins. The team skins. They're oh yeah. They're on the way. <laughs> uh, Mimi, you're new here. React. Yep. Uh, team skins are on the way. I think that's good because that means the teams get money. And I think the teams having money is good because uh, a lot of them don't have enough money right now. And that means esports <laughs> exist and I like watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm legitimately so excited to do a cop or drop of all of the different team skins. I just, <laughs> It'll just be like, a full episode. 
I genuinely wasn't that excited until I realized that the orgs themselves had designed the player cards. And now, yeah, now I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I mean, I listen. Some of those player cards. The only thing I could think of was EG's like frame thing. (laughs) Like when they announced their players (laughs) and they're all in those like weird, Uh, like mirrored frame things. Like, please have one of those on a player card. That would kill me. But right now they're all doing that. Their entire social media presence is about being in jail. So, like, that's what it's going to be the bars. (laughs) I can't wait for all like the overly edgy ones like the the sentinels one that's just like a knight standing with like a tie in his hand or something at the reddit comments behind him like I feel like so many teams have that like the super like edgy like oh it's so cool I just learned how to use blender and I downloaded something from Envato elements and it's the coolest graphic of all time I think that's like the whole esports thing I feel like sentinels is going silly they got They got They're they're too. It's going to be Zelsus's ass, like guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the player cards are just horny, anyway. So like, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I mean, beyond brand, he said. I'd, he I'd Leo said we're going to make sure that uh, you know everything is up to us, like a like a good level for us here at Riot. So it has to be like. Has to Does be Riot love Zelsus's ass? Hundred percent. After you should have been on the. Interview. I should yeah, have asked. Have... I don't. That's a damn shame that I wasn't there. I would have asked the hard hitting um, questions. Do these? Uh, this was I. <laughs> I was so tempted to ask this, but it's like it would have been the most egregious softball of all time in an interview. So I'm gonna ask you guys instead because holy shit, it would have been a bad question. But genuinely. Do the skins have animations? No. <laughs> like, that, would like, that would have been such like, wow, this guy's a fucking shill. Yeah, yeah. He no, has a right employee on the shelf. Oh, I, do, this, do the new skins have animations? Dude, and then it, he that says, would have been yes, a good question. It would have been a good question because there's so many little Timmies when they, as soon as we started talking about skins on the show, I there's know, so but that, many that little Timmies. That was my other thought. On. Like, that's such an, uh, that's like, that's a very casual Carl question, but also. I, I feel like adding animations. (laughs) Like, if you added animations, if the team won Masters or something, that would go crazy. I feel like you have to earn the animation. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, that would go nuts. Like, there was a different animation every time you won a Masters event or something. So, So your team skin, like, if you were supporting a successful team, it would just be blinged out and. Yeah, you know, instead of like instead of you getting 20 kills or whatever in a, in a lobby which never happens for the majority of the player base anyways it's I've just the team that. wins champs <laughs> and then you can go buy the skin and that'd be so cool if it like rotated too like depending on which team was like winning right now like their skin would be glowing in game or something that'd be kind of cool wait like live it was no no, no, from no the not API. like not from the API. i mean like the like reigning champs champion wait why like, they could they the could world totally champion do that by the way that what josh is interpreted your idea as like that dude imagine if they had like one of the stat track skins but it just showed your sentinels game scoreline like oh fuck they're down (laughs) seven to three now it's so (laughs) over start throwing in ranked because your favorite team is losing yeah guys uh can we take this off let's let's just start a consultancy company and uh yeah let's take this offline and start sending these ideas to riot uh for uh for a nice little because yeah use a bit of money Okay, well, uh, let's keep up this this streak of uh, excellent consultancy and help out everyone's favorite partnership team, 
detonation focused me. <laughs> Can we fix them? Well, they think that they have the fix, which is making last minute roster decisions to reunite the crazy raccoon core. Josh, you're shaking your head in dismay and confusion. What are your thoughts on this change? Well, you can't go down from being widely regarded as the team that's going to go back-to-back winless. And I say widely regarded, not because it's my opinion, but because we had the bloody, like, a- the, the wise men of APAC on with you, Wyatt. And I think two out of three of them said that DFM was going to go winless again this season. Like, that was the team that they would have if they had anybody as not getting a win. And this... This... I don't know, what does this even do? This puts them more towards, like, consistency, but lower level. They're just essentially running the exact same Crazy Raccoon roster. Well, I guess they should be fairly consistent, shouldn't they? They've been playing with the bloody team forever. But uh, it's like, yeah. they're, they're not they're not going to win unless another team has imploded, I think. Because well, they yeah. just don't... <laughs> like, this team was not high enough skill to be able to compete in franchise in like, the partnerships you've, you've gotten to the real question wait sorry Mimi did you have something well I, I had a question because I, oh. I thought you guys might be better knowers than me because the Medusa I remember was the six man of crazy raccoons that went double negative against team secret for the one map he played at champions and I remember nothing else about him has he been good in challengers like is is this is this a pickup that like makes sense if you're in the fucking weeds of Japan challengers? Okay. Hold on. Brain blast. One time. Didn't Medusa sub in on an ascent game, play Cypher, and go crazy at an international uh, land. I, I do remember him playing Cypher because he's played quite a lot of Sentinel, but I don't I remember Wait, the specifics of it. If by crazy you mean go 17 and it 18 against game. Gambit and lose? It wasn't. Then yes. <laughs> no, it couldn't have been that one. It couldn't have been that one. <laughs> I think it might have been. Oh, wait. Versus no, Van Liberty. No, it wasn't no that one. Wyatt, no, I have why? some bad news. No. That's the it, only game of Ascent he's played Kurt, at an international drop event. Drop everything and keep searching. <laughs> this is the new priority. Uh, listen, I might have... I might be making that up. But, alright, guys, I want to get to the real question here. Does this move the needle on going winless? <laughs> Personally, yes. It moves it, like... Medusa's more the, the like it's gonna be mover. more probable that they go winless <laughs> <laughs> the needle goes up <laughs> uh christ josh do you do you agree with that tragic sentiment it, i mean honestly it might it might because if you were hoping that dfm were going to look significantly better this year because like jojo was igling maybe you had faith that he was going to be able to bring some like you know, some of that old Northeptian magic back and be able to make the team a bit better. Not that I did, but if that was your argument, I mean, that's gone now. Suggest didn't play very well last season from what I can remember, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, no one said, played well. Bro said Northeptian magic. Like they do you remember <laughs> Copenhagen? They had, a, they had a run. Why? You were I'm literally trying. on the Northeption board I was, I was I telling know. you Northeption was they... shit at the time. I'm just trying to sell any coke. I... <laughs> and that's the problem. 
You were it's right. They were shit at the time, and I was <laughs> so wrong. I was egregiously incorrect, which is what I'm calling back to. The lack of the lack of fucking magic in the world. The bleak, harsh reality that I didn't want to confront that you were giving me, Josh. You were watching... giving me the, the red pill of Northception, and I refused to take it. Watching now... Northception play Boom. after listening to Wyatt's rant about how good they were going to be it was like finding out <laughs> Santa wasn't real for the first time. Uh Christ. Just yeah. tragic. Luckily, that's the only time I've ever been wrong. So, you know, my track <laughs> record so is still yeah. so intact. <laughs> Bro, this is, uh, this, is a this is literally a Challengers team. Like, this is literally a Challengers team that couldn't make it out of Japan Challengers. They, they have made an upgrade in the sense that I think Anthem is a fairly decent player and that's going to increase the power of their roster a little bit. Josh, stop. Thank God Josh, they have a fairly stop. decent player to really take this thing to the next level. No, I mean, he's, like, on an international level, he's, like... This guy's crazy. <laughs> on an international level? What the fuck are you talking about, Josh? Josh is just... He's trying, you, Josh, what this feels like is you trying to avoid another Zeta Division situation. You are just firing off bail left and right. And I, I respect mean, it. And that, I want to make that clear. I respect the effort, Wilkinson. Mimi, are they going winless? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Josh, so over. I, I actually think this move makes them worse. I feel like the only cope I could have given was like, was literally the sure. JoJo thing. Cause I actually thought JoJo was good and like occasionally had some good calls when he was playing on North Eption, And now the cope is gone. I don't know who's left on the team. I, it's a bleak world out there for DFM. This team is like, uh, from what I remember when their coach, who is no longer their coach, by the way, uh, X rain, who got cut with this change, yeah. I remember thinking to myself, wow, this is a lot of nepotism. They signed a dude who has no experience at all in Valorant, like whatsoever. He was a CS 1.6 player, and he was friends with like the owner of Detonation or something like that. Like that was the rumor in the back. I was like, dude, this is like case closed. <laughs> like this team ain't gonna do shit. And then they talked to somebody at Crazy Raccoon after this acquisition or after this partnership or whatever, and the Crazy Raccoon people convinced them that the Challengers team should be the team that overtakes. Because why? I don't know. I think it's just more of Crazy Raccoon's goons strong arming here in Japan and getting them uh, what they I, want, which is partnership. I, I think it's really funny that Leo just came on and said, you know, EG was trying to commercialize their spot, we're not fans of that. You know, we didn't approve that. <laughs> Meanwhile, DFM has just gone like, yep. now we're not going to sell it to Crazy Raccoon, but we are just going to give it to Crazy Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to commercialize it because we're not worth anything, but we'll just kind of give it to you if you want it. So now Crazy Raccoon are in like a strategic partnership that means that their team plays and their coach got joins. <laughs> they, they just don't have the name. I mean, this is just Crazy Raccoon. I fuck with that. It's unbelievable. I love that for them. Um, you know, they're they're really to carry us over to the next topic, Bala. You you mentioned the the you know the, the coaching situation. There's been a little mini resurgence that takes me back to the good old days of Valorant, where teams were just signing Counter Strike boomers <laughs> to play <laughs> because they played Counter Strike. And it's back. 
We're, we're back uh, over in uh, over in challenge. Oh, I did these in reverse. All good. Yeah. Uh, the challengers uh, over in challengers. Uh, Moisex Shopify. They've been seen scrimming with uh, the paparazzi. Caught them scrimming with automatic <laughs> after dropping thief. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Automatic. When was the last time he played? <laughs> when? When was that? And oh, also, gee, was it? You know, was it help sewers? Am I? Was that the last it, time? It was around that kind of time, I think. I maybe a bit after that, but I remember Automatic was looking pretty good. Like he was really coming yeah. into his own and being a, a strong player. But that was also before the Berlin Wall fell. So, uh, dude, it was. You know, there have been Very some true. technological yeah. advancements since then. Very the true. civilization tech tree has been filled out since the last time he played. He's going to be rocking up with his like classical era units when he's playing Valorant again. <laughs> Yeah, his uh, his last match was in uh, August of 2021. So we'll uh, see what developments have been made from then. Similarly, uh, Nitro, of course, playing with M80, hasn't played since uh, October 2021. So, you know, there's uh, some question marks up in the air. But there. So uh, he be, did uh, go back and was like actively competing in CS, where I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Automatic was just like not competing at all in this entire time, right? Or was he playing back in CS again? Um, I, believe... I don't have a clue. Who has uh, Dust's phone number? I believe he just went back to EG. But, and like, you know, that's the same thing as not playing, um, especially <laughs> if you're on the Valorant team. But more, like in the CSGO team, like, I'm pretty sure they're just ass. So. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at his Liquipedia page and he's played a lot of a lot of matches, but yeah, with EG and it doesn't look like he was he playing was, ECL. Okay, so he, well, he was no competing. It, he was playing like their version of Challenge. I just looked on the Liquipedia page, bro. I, there's a single win out of like twenty on these. I mean, I guess that's because they get eliminated, but it's just really funny. I mean, he was playing with EGCS. Yeah, that's tough. That's, That's just kind of what happens. There's just no, there's no teams in North America. There's, there's Liquid, and then there's EG, and then there's a bunch of fucking. Well, there's like, not EG teams. anymore. Oh, there's not EG anymore. That's <laughs> no, there, there's no teams in NACS. It's just like free agent friends playing challenges. Yeah. It's pretty sad, but uh, he's back in Valorant, baby. Here we go again. Luckily in Valorant, it's not just free agent friends playing in challengers, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> right, everybody? Speaking of, uh, also in uh, challengers, uh, you know, there's all these uh, teams qualifying right now, including a team with uh, Bob on the roster, which is pretty cool. Winthrop University. A collegiate so team funny. qualifying yeah. challengers is pretty cool, and awesome. on a, I think that's great. I mean, listen, get uh, get paid however you can, and if that's scholarship and money while you get to play in challengers and compete, I mean, listen, that's uh, that's not too bad. That's that's pretty yeah. cool. It's well, like, one of the biggest reasons that like collegiate doesn't really work well in the wider system is that people can just be really good like when they're really young so it doesn't work as a flow-in system particularly great but if the collegiate teams start getting good enough to actually just make it themselves to challenges that's like incredibly good for overall esports because that's about the only place that you're going to actually find money coming in to a tier two or tier three kind of system because yeah. the schools have a lot of money and they want people to join them because they you know get money from tuition fees 
And so they're willing to pay for esports stuff or anything that'll lure a, a small individual through the door that they can ply with education and steal all their money. <laughs> Why are they small? Why are they small? Because they're young. That's that's oh, how it works. Look, okay. Mimi's Mimi's young. She's small. She'll grow bigger when she's older. <laughs> I'm just a little guy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then uh, there's one more Challengers qualifier coming up. I don't know exactly when that starts, but... Uh, next you know, week, I think. Next week. Oh, next week? All right. Well, you know, you got Shopify going to run it back. Uh, some of the other teams that uh, had a deep run, like Leet and, and others, will be running it back, trying to qualify next time. Um, yeah, it was fun watching Shopify. They had a really good... Was uh, it fun yeah. watching Shopify? It was a really good run. It was good up until Was they it started fun losing. watching Shopify? Well, I yeah. didn't have fun. I mean, I Why? had a, I had at it least so fifty percent fun. Well, yeah, but they were they they still. It was it really deepest... fun until it wasn't. Right. Okay, but uh, no, no, no sadness. I think this is like clearly the best chance like Shopify has ever had to to make it into challengers. They were playing so well this one. I really feel like once this team is like getting to that point where they're like a game or two away from qualifying, they're just starting to choke. Because I think there's just such like a ceiling to like breakthrough and so much like, I feel like that's kind of hard to like be the first team to do something and to like have that stress on you. And when you start like realizing it could be a reality, it's kind of hard to not let that get to you. But I really, really hope they can break through and just win the damn game. I mean, just watching the, the games that they were involved with and like some of the teams that qualified, like, bro, they're, 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 just as good, if not clearly better, than some of those yep. teams when they're playing well. Uh, and that's what I was kind of saying last, even last year. Like, people don't understand. They, they, they see that they get 2 0 and knocked out eventually, but, like, they're fighting against so much more. Like, motherfuckers are going to have life games against them because they know that there's, a, like, they're just like, oh, shit, there's people watching this game. Nobody was watching any of our other games. Let's fucking go hard. And that's kind of what happens in the lower bracket here, in my mind, uh, against this uh elite team with a uh, ton of car or whatever that guy was crazy against them but then again yeah. they also played bad they just straight up played bad and i could i could see them uh for example like in their upper bracket when they played against winthrop they they played okay it wasn't like a horrible game it wasn't a horrible showing but winthrop was outplaying them i was like holy fuck winthrop is going to qualify and there's no chance that these two other teams bob's team and i think it was a uh cat's team katsumi's team yeah. Um, they, they, I was watching that game. I was like, these teams, there's no way they beat Winthrop. There's no way. And then lo and behold, they beat them. So, like, there's, in my mind, all these teams are very, very similar in skill level. And it's just a matter of the day that they show up on and the day that they choke on. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I don't want There's only two teams that get out of the next qualifier, though, right? Into, yeah, it's challenges. a lot harder. So, yeah, it's only yeah, two. So, it's, it's tough. Yeah, I don't want to cope too hard, but that, Shopify Winthrop game, the ascent, even though it was like 13 7, was so winnable. Yeah. Got I mean, it definitely in was. Tragic fashion, like twice. And especially, there was one in the second half that was just horrendous, that, that just ruined them. I think it was the round 16. Then it just, yeah, it definitely was, where everything just spiraled out of control in the most tragic fashion possible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, they've got a. They've definitely got a good shot at actually doing it uh, in this in this next one. Should be pretty uh, pretty fun to watch. Yeah, um, for the just real quick for the for the yeah. teams that made it in for Winthrop, I just wanted to give like 
kind of a shout out, I guess, to um to to Nasi who plays on the the Winterp University team. That guy, like, I remember watching him when I like first started to get into Valorant, playing in like collegiate events very early on, and like competing with a different university team at the time. I think SJSU, and they were like the best collegiate team. Uh, went on a run. I want to say was one of the guys who made it to like the first Red Bull Campus Clutch, and then was just like constantly playing really, really well in these university events and has just been like grinding in that scene for eons even when it was like pretty irrelevant early days in Valorant and it's now kind of come up to a point where T's making it to challengers with this team which is pretty cool I mean I feel like this challengers is like the culmination for a lot of players because there is so less orgs invested there's a lot more chances for players to kind of make the big break I think Bob is the other big example who she's been so good when she was playing with Cloud9 before that with uh, with Sonics also getting super close to even making it to main VCT. It's cool to see a lot of these like players that have just been at it for so damn long uh, make it through the challengers, which has been pretty excited to, to watch this year. Alrighty, let's keep it moving. We do have the massive all-teams tier list coming up later. Can't believe we're doing that. Uh, <laughs> I think then... that's going to be funny. Uh, yeah, good thing we are all experts on Chinese Valorant. Uh, but before that comes up, before you have that to look forward to, let's talk about Durka, our second favorite bald guy. Behind you, Josh. Oh, oh thank oh. you, thank you. Oh, all right, uh, Durka. You fuck Tom Biz. <laughs> <laughs> what was that for? What? That, that was mean. What the fuck? It's competitive. I was just saying uh, was... what you were implying. <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, I didn't, I wasn't necessarily, impl I was just trying to be kind, you know what I mean? Not bring more negativity into this already tragic world that we live in. And uh, look fuck at bald you, people, go. yeah, screw it, just go all out. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Like, fuck you, golden boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Guys, can we please talk about Yoru, please? Uh, Durka, it's been reported, <laughs> what? It's been reported that recently, Erica has played 32 ranked games on Yoru in a row. Is the Yoru and Gecko meta incoming, says the Reddit title that's in the run of show. And uh, what is Durka's response to this? On Twitter, or X, he posted, got caught by the tracker police. <laughs> and, hmm, is he just, you know, is he joking around? Is he having a silly time, or is this real? Also, like, Kurt, where's that, like, is this that image of Yoru from, like, that? remember when we no. did that episode in, like, 2004? Yeah, with I the can find that. Yoru image? This is, this is that? just, the, like, the mugshot of Yoru in-game. Yeah, God, you, yeah, if you can comb the archives for that ancient lore, the, the you know, the new... The, the children of Valorant who were not around for the, the olden days. Classic stuff. Um, Josh, what's, uh, what's your read on he, this? And what's, what's your read on the meta? He, he actually posted a little Reddit comment saying it's not a... He said something like, it's not a matter of whether I play it, it's where I play it. Something like that. Like that mm. Oh yeah, there it is. There it is. It's a question of where I'm going to play Yoru. I mean, we've seen a bunch of people experimenting with it, but I think it's genuinely interesting if we have a Yoru Gekko meta to begin the year. We've never seen those two be a consistent meta like theme in Valorant. We've seen some people experiment with them on maps, but a lot of that was really bad. Like, really bad. 
So if a lot of teams are putting serious effort into making it work on a bunch of different maps, that could be a very unusual way to start the year. I mean, they had the time now. Like, we always talk about the opportunity cost of, like, implementing agents like that, bro. They've got that time. They had the time. And uh, I think it's interesting, too, because, like, if you were one of those teams that is making the bet to try to implement, like, Yoru or whatever, which I'm pretty sure most people are kind of agreeing that it's going to be meta this year. Um, if you are, are one of those teams, you kind of isolated yourself from some of the other stuff, like the sky nerfs and stuff like that. And some of the hits that they're taking towards double controller in general, like all that stuff is really good. Um, so I, I think it's a, bro, what are we talking about, bro? This is right. This is rank stats. Why am I actually like trying to analyze? This is rank stats. I mean, bro, I nothing is realer fun, than man. tracker GG. Stats <laughs> do not no. lie, Arton. They don't Dude, lie. fun, man. There's no way he, he's having fun for 32 fucking games in a row <laughs> right before the season begins. So you, no one has fun playing 32 games of Valorant in a row at all. There are up times and down times. You say in a row games. like he did it in one day. He did! He didn't sleep! The man was just <laughs> chewing on bananas and fucking playing Valorant. Yoru, over and over again on the worst map pool we've ever seen. He was it's not so having bad. fun! <laughs> well, okay, that is true. Ranked in this Durka, fucking map bro. pool is abject he misery. Fun. He is Durka! He doesn't need to wow. fucking beat, like, he's just gonna shit on everybody anyways in ranked. Like, of course he's having fun. Okay, it doesn't matter if the I map see... pool. Icebox is in the pool, Josh! He's if having I see fun! Durka, if I see Durka play 32 maps of the phoenix or 32 maps of iso or something then yeah he's, he's goofing around having a silly jolly old time but Erica, Chuck, i'm looking for it right now bro this it's topic this topic should be eliciting none of this passion none of it <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about cracker.gg a lot like, of josh i could see you being this passionate if we were talking about like the sage mommy drama. I know you're invested in that. I'm I know not you're invested seriously. in that. Yeah, Guys, we are, have to talk about it. seen the clip where you, come on. We, isn't that like that was, a short that on our channel? Yeah, it wasn't me. It was Bren that was interested in oh. it. Or at least Bren was knowledgeable about it. I don't oh, okay. have a clue what's going on. No, okay. I, I'm interested in the idea of there being a lot of Yoru and Gecko play at the beginning of the season. I'm not interested in whether, like, I'm not interested in how good Durka is on Yoru in his ranked games. I don't care about his fucking headshot percentage in his ranked games. I just, I'm, I'm interested in the idea of it actually being about meta. About 45%, I still... just if you're wondering. Win rate? What? No, headshot percentage. Oh, wow. That's pretty uh, wait, Yoru's meta then. Josh, right? what do you think? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind out here. Uh, I still think Yoru is really um, all in, I think, some of the time. Like, the the engages that you go for, I think, are limited a bit more than if you're running Raze or Jet, just partly because your pathing has to be based on where you can get proper teleports to if you're going to use it to try an entry into a site. <laughs> That's a great picture. What is this? Wait, what? Sorry, I was not listening when you guys talked about What the fuck? Yeah, is ninja this? drama? This That's is the first ever leaked image of Yoru. <laughs> ninja drama. <laughs> That's actually a picture of Fortnite Ninja from the hit team, Time In. More details oh, of the new duelist agent, why are you? You're... <laughs> wow. What a time to be you alive. You look at Bren, he's about to say something. What if you or I can't sneeze. believe Wyatt and Bren switched hair. 
Isn't that fucking yeah, crazy? But also, that I was thinking, wild. if you took Bren's hairline and you took Wyatt's hairstyle and then spiked it up, you might actually be able to replicate what Yoru was going for there. <laughs> Yoru's got like the world's biggest widow's peak. You take uh, my blurry face cam as well. You've got you've got yourself a composite image. God damn. <laughs> so you're what just a saying it's, it's a composite image of you three. That's what you're looking at. Yeah, and then it's like the blue from Avast because he's, I don't know, he likes to choke his victims before he eats them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what? where that's going. He's a cannibal, isn't he? That's the, that's, yeah, it's not right. The joke. Oh, it's no. right. He loves the rugby. Joke. It's, now it's, it's funny after you explained it. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot. Um... Yeah, uh, do we want to spend uh, some more time on this darker <laughs> <No>. rights topic? <laughs> um, all right, all right, all what right. What have you done here? Oh, I thought you'd started the tier list already. What is this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, Envy is going to be great this Dude, season, let me tell you. you <laughs> Look at how we use the tier one. maker. We used it as a power ranking. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's genius. Technology really has come far since episode 24 when Matt Mr. X Morello was still like in rotation on the ship. Actually, maybe he wasn't. I'm not was he sure. Kick- How I many views does that have, That's probably got less than 10k views that episode. Maybe more than 10k now. I, if I had to guess, I would say 11,800. That's my guess. Quite specific. I'm not yeah, looking it up. Are we reaching into the... It was the, right there. The opaque. <laughs> scroll down. I, I closed it. I can't Control press, shift D. I know, I can't press that. It, it's broken on my keyboard. <laughs> Look at this thumbnail. <laughs> Holy sh! That is fire. I was twenty-five uh, games. Oh wow! Good thing we put ninja drama in the title. It, yeah, that that fucking. This is all just. Where the comments like snacked on that one? There hasn't uh, been much news. Right. Longest episode ever. <laughs> longest episode ever, and how long was it? Two hours forty-nine minutes. Oh That's my! Not even close we've done better. So, yeah, we've. Real Yucker. quick, um, Bala's submitting stuff. Before, here, what did you have to say, Bala? What are you saying to us? Um, it's not funny at all. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Thanks. I found so while we were talking about Crazy Raccoon, I'm like, I have a picture of Crazy Raccoon like on a building while we were in Tokyo. So I was searching through my Google Photos to find it, and I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Just Who's wanted to that? show you guys that. Nice. I don't remember that. Can you please, uh, Kurt. It was a crazy night. I, show Dude, what I said. Crazy. Great. Why did you send that? Who, who's that toy? That's directed at me? No, it's Kurt, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> for for the audio Kurt listeners boy. at home, yeah, Bola just made a chat pop up that called Kurt a fuckboy. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What's going on around here? Let's do this goddamn tier list. That's what I want to do, all right? We've got every single team, and we're going to tier list all of them. Every partnership team from around the globe. My favorite part of this this tier list is going to be, what team from China is that? Whose logo? (laughs) That's going to be exciting. (laughs) I think that's how we should start this, is just... Look at the team, try to name the team. Like, what does AG stand for? Always That's gaming. All, no. All gamers, I think. Wait, Correct. What? How about, um, actually, yeah. no, no. We, we, so we have this, like, submission thing that I gave you guys. 
Just submit your answer of what you think uh, <laughs> this team's name is. This team, oh, dude, this oh, team, I you should know this team. One. They have RB. This team has RB. What is what? the name of this dude. team? This what team has that? RB the now. That one. What is that? A... It's like a lion of some kind. Oh, I thought it was a, a rabbit, like some tortoise and a hare kind of thing. Uh, oh, I can zoom in. I can't yeah. remember what the name of this team is. Dog, I do not know. Oh, I've forgotten. Um, Give us a guess. Give us a guess. Uh, we can't okay, do it. I, I put in a joke answer, and then I'm putting in my real answer. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't. You I guys really don't. don't know. This is like... Uh, I free. literally... I, it, the logo is clear, obviously. I have no <laughs> idea. I, I can't remember what There's it is. There's multiple correct answers for oh, this Oh, wait. Team. It is a lie. Dude, somehow I was looking at like... It's a lion? I was looking at like the little red part and I thought that was a rabbit. Same. What? Oh. I think it's I both. It's... You see how the white part is a lion? Is it supposed to be both? That's crazy. Wait, uh, I see is the it rabbit. Lion kind of? gaming? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And you see the floppy ear coming up? But it's like the eye, I guess. Wait, anyway. was this org uh, created during the year of the rabbit? No way. Anyway, what? let's see what let's see what Mimi had to say. Mimi, Lions gaming. gaming. That's <laughs> definitely a, great a guess. team in partnerships. Great guess, Bala. Imagine dragons. <laughs> That's not dragons. correct. I hate it was that. Hate that for us. Uh, all I can think of is like it's something like Trace Esports, but I know that it's not Trace Esports. I didn't mean to. But it's something like that. Why? What's your guess? Oh, I looked it up. So you? I just have a feeling it's Titan Esports Club. That's something about that's ringing a bell. That's great. Good job, Wyatt. Thank you. The team next to it is Trace Esports. Yeah, I know that uh, one's Trice, yeah. I think that's the like only one that you guys shouldn't know. You should know Wait, all the other ones. Wait, what's the purple airplane one? That's the only other one. That's that Nova. Nova, yeah. okay. Yeah. It, it actually spells it out. Like, it, oh, I, dude, that does not spell out Nova. That's A-V a airplane V. Oh, I don't speak anything but English because I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so I you don't speak know. French. What are you talking about? We. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we throw the Chinese teams up there to begin with? Yes, yeah, dear. World beaters. Did you guys watch Ryan Central's video? Because that's all the information I know on their team. And so I, I, I know so the top level teams. To. I don't know the bottom level teams. Like e yeah. EDG belong in. Well, I, I actually I don't know if they belong in world beaters. They probably belong in the A tier, to be honest. Yes. Maximum but match theory. I'm with maximum that. match theory. They're gonna play a lot of matches. They're gonna go to all the international events, and they probably won't win one. Uh, then JDG is really good as well. They should probably also be up there. The same tier, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And then there's like uh, DRG, FPX, Billy Billy are all pretty good too. But I don't know exactly where you want. To I think we this. wait. Like, we we come back to them. We slot them in. I don't. I feel like JDG might well. be getting grouped. Y'all hating on Dragon now. Rangers? Maybe. I mean, JDG might be getting grouped as well because they've just lost their IGL too. So yeah. they're not playing with Yeoman anymore. They they might end up. Yeah, being I feel like we yeah. can't put them in. A. I think there's going to be a lot of A teams. It feels yeah. illegal to put them in A. Yeah, Billy Billy is reasonable. not getting grouped. They're they're Dude, minimum match. They are or average Andes. They are average Andes. Yeah. Billy Billy have been playing kind of poopy recently, but they've got a lot of teams to beat. Can up Can we move China. JDG down one? Yeah, get them down. Bye, JDG. Wait, who's the green dragon here? I'm confused. 
Dragon Ranger Gaming. Oh, okay. That's the team with Vokashi. That's the team that won Ascension, but it was like an upset where they beat Rare Adam, the JDG team. That's Dragon Uh, RX. Dude, can we put the Wolver... I don't know anything about Wolverhampton Wolves, but does does Wolves Esports have... Oh, they have Yuko on the team and stuff. Isn't that what, like... The weird they have Plex, who was like a actually really good Aussie player. I remember yeah. watching like back when OCE had Sonics. esports. Yeah, and they've taken some team players from Monica. Oh, yeah, he as was well, with Sonic. That's why I know him. Sonics. He wasn't just an Aussie game. That's so annoying because Wolves feel like they should be such a meme team, but they've actually got a decent roster. Like so this probably roster be looks the average good, enemies. but I'm I don't sorry, think they, they make international. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's my new gamer tag. What the hell? He's the new sushi boy. It's like except a little better. No, he's he's not. It's not like cold fish like on ice. It's like he's just like a fish. It's real fucking cold. He's got ice in his veins, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got aren't they associated too? with the EG? Can we just put them in the tier? Dude, that's uh, fucked up. EG aren't shit. What I said associated with EG. Oh wait. Wolves. Wolves. Yeah, they used oh, to be. Oh, I thought you just said, can we just put EG in the shit tier, please? <laughs> that's what <laughs> you said. I'm not, doing like, that that's I'm not doing that again. I feel that's like building wild. this from the bottom up is good, though. I yeah. would like to nominate okay. some more winless teams. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's do that. Who else is getting no wins? Um, I think there's no other Where teams are my goats, MIBR? I was going to say yeah, maybe MIBR. Crew? Oh. Oh, no, and crew can't both with... be winless. Oh, that's true. We can only have like, you fucking MIBR is not really winless with fraud. Yeah, I, that, that's not, not happening. They're winning at least one game. Okay, I, MIBR's I think... minimum match, I think. And There's... crew's winless. Is there not yeah, one I say... team from China that's going to go winless? I mean, there has yeah, to there will be. be. But I, don't I think know, it's probably right? going to be like Nova or something. The problem is, I'm not yeah. exactly sure who like the worst team in China is. And a lot of the orgs, a lot of the orgs have like picked up at least some decent players from some of the other teams. But as far as I know, Nova haven't really done like jack shit. I might be wrong there though. But I watched Ryan Central's video, and he is—he thinks Tyloo's probably the worst. I don't recognize a single player There's on Tyloo. No shot with nine body. Oh wait, their rosters changed HFMI? drastically. Is HMFI on Tyloo? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Huh. Yeah. Their I, rosters I changed drastically though. I don't see how they would be worse than Nova though. I, but again, I don't know a huge amount about the bottom teams in China, so I take what I'm saying with a big old like bucket of salt. I don't know. I'd be I'd be happy to throw one of them in for the meme. Yeah, let's just put Nova in there. <laughs> <laughs> Any contest? Nope. Put him in. Love that. Love that for us. Just, um, it's just confidently incorrect. My God. Okay. Well, are we not putting are we not putting MRBR or crew down there in no. Crew. No. I feel like we should be putting, a team. I think we, we put, put one, one team, team in each. Yes. Yeah, that makes Because yes. uh, it's the fucking funniest thing fine. ever if crew go winless again. That'd be so funny. Dude, crew are so much better I'm, than MIBR. It's ridiculous. I know. There's no way that crew are gonna go. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, but it doesn't. No, but they they might be better like on paper, but there's just no way they're gonna be. Like, I don't know. There, there's no way MIBR goes winless. I'm just saying that right now. That's the well, that's the only thing I I feel like there's on. no way Crew goes winless, but they've done it before. And that's why I think they can do it again. <laughs> they've uh, I've just got a lot of faith in them. Okay, what about, what about like, what about Heretics. like 100 Thieves or EG or something? <laughs> Not EG. One of them no, 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 no. EG's an average Andy. Yeah, EG are definitely better They're than They're getting some wins. Oh, they're getting okay. minimum match there. 
Um, it's got to be MIBR crew. I think it's MIBR is a better, yeah, probably I feel like MIBR better is chance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if we just go like on the worst team, yeah, they might not go win list though. Yeah, who sucks in Europe? <laughs> heretics, I mean, please. Her oh, oh, heretics Koi. or Koi? Yes. I don't yeah. think Definitely it's Koi. It's got to be Koi. Koi doesn't they have a team right now. Guys. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we got to bet on do, them. All they have to do is like just hold out with some really wh whoever takes minimum salary, and then just sign like some of the best unsigned like challengers teams. Yeah, honestly, it's not. Do that, I don't think it's that difficult for Koi to win a game. Like they've got the. Do Do you remember sometimes where the Koi players last last year would just have an insane game? Like Starzo would just wake up and suddenly decide he was shooting everybody. Or Shados had like monster performance That's against I think, Navi. I, mean, I feel like Heretics is more likely to just be. Yeah. Why are you singing? I I don't. <laughs> you know, whenever we whenever we have a chance to have a shitty TikTok, we just use that instead of. I I I just don't see heretics not getting a win. Okay, what if we re? Can pitch. you guys not get the sense that heretics is the worst team? It's not about winless. It's, yeah, I'm, can, can we just rebrand winless to worst in league and no, consider it it's like more, no. no? No, it's more no, funny it's if funnier. we say winless. We have okay. to stand by it. I think. All right, Heretics also are going to be playing with Paditech instead of um, Woot for the, what, the first, like, for kickoff. I think he's back for stage two. So, I mean, minimum match theory's got to be, if not if not winless, they've got to be in the minimum match theory. Cause if I, don't playoffs, I see Koi getting a win or two. I, I could see Heretics going, knowing Owen this season. Koi have three players. Yeah, they don't have a team. They but they will have, have a team. They must players. have a team. And they'll win a game with that team. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though. You want, heretics you have had a team. They've been you Here's something. You cannot defeat an enemy you do not know. I read <laughs> a book about that. That doesn't one. make sense. That's warfare, Kurt. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot win if you don't know yourself. And they don't but they know themselves. <laughs> they don't know. They don't Fucking know themselves. Sun Tzu's two sons fighting over who's going to take over by spitting the best lines from the art of war. It's like insanity going on here. But they, uh, listen, I, I think putting any other team but Koi in winless is absolutely Fucking stupid. They don't have five players. Guys, yeah, can but, we please? Okay, okay. Oh, what do you think? For the love of God. I, I think Heretics is worse. Um, You're just... betraying your <laughs> Fortnite friends. I'm sorry. I'm Dude, sorry. Benji, it has nothing to do with it. Just like the, the thing is, the, the thing is, the reason I'm okay with putting Koi in is because actually the argument that they could have a team could just be wrong too. They could just get kicked out of ECT because they don't have a team. <laughs> they I, lo I love it. They could. <laughs> the argument. They I love how that's how. Like, how is that the argument that they're not going to go winless? They could have a team. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fuck you're me. Right. Get you're them right. in winless. Right. Oh my right. god. Right. <laughs> so stupid. All right. Let's go from here. Um, oh, thank you, Kurt. Give me that panther and put it in minimum match theory. <clears throat> oh. No yeah. hope is inspired Wait, by this the roster. Fuck? Wait, but who's who does Furia play against in the kickoff? kickoff? Don't are they, they in the, the hard energy? They're in the they're in the yeah, hard group. The no, that's not the hard group. group. No, no, no. It's okay. Not. It's the yeah. second well, hardest group MIBR, out of three, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll beat MIBR. They're not, so they're literally not getting the minimum matches. They're average Andes. 
Yeah, they're definitely average Andes. Are we metagaming this too? I, I, yeah, I yeah. guess we have. It's to just it. literal. But yeah, it's a tier yeah. list. Yeah, it's literally okay, fine. If it is literally minimum match theory, then yes, they will be MIBR and therefore they're an average Andy. But they're in my heart, they are minimum match theory. Because <laughs> I think this team will not do well this season. It's just every MW Zara team, yeah. he I think you guys talked about this in the yeah. last episode, but this he goes a... crazy and the rest of the team just yes. fucking suffers. Just this suffers. Is... Oh, this is just such a classic. Facts don't care about your feelings, Mimi. Look at the facts. <laughs> they are playing against MIBR, okay? Get your emotion out it's, of this debate. I suppose I find myself owned. Be winning. <laughs> Wait, I, I feel like... Who is going to go minimum match theory that isn't winless if we're going to go by that? Oh, there's going to be more. Like, for example, I think... season, you could play all the matches, but not make playoffs. Wait, yeah, is 100 Thieves minimum match theory? Thieves is minimum match theory. I think yeah, they are. They are. Okay. They are. 100 oh, Thieves no. fans are going to be pissed Wait, this year. what? Because they, they only got one above the minimum matches last year, and I, I think they're going to do the same again. I'm sorry, but they're getting they... grouped at kickoffs. It's just unlucky, but... They're I against mean... loud Sentinels of Vietnam. I rate all okay, three of those you teams guys don't, You don't know that for sure, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. You're just <laughs> guessing. So, you know. Or I'm basing it off, like, two right. years of watching 100 Thieves be the same team forever. Well, that's why they're the same, the same team twice in a row, two years in a row, but... They're, yeah. they're going to be different, and they're going to be better, I think, this year, but they're not sure. going to be good enough to be able to get a win at kickoff, which is... Madden but I don't think they're going to be better enough in time to, like you say, do anything in this group at kickoff. And then I think in the regular season, they will get some wins and they'll probably kick it up. But I just don't think this like format like is going to suit them well. To be honest, I mean, they might they might make playoffs at the very bottom of it. But I, I think playoffs this year is pretty tough. Like making top six out of 11 is actually pretty difficult. I mean, I would, yeah, like top six, a loud Sentinels, Leviathan, NRG. I feel like Cloud9, G2 in the running for that. Like, I feel like they could be like the last team in, but I don't feel like it's super light. I don't know. It's, it's also funnier possible. to put them in minimum match theory. It's yeah, just funnier to put true. them there, to be honest. And then, wait, do we already have crew there? I mean, crew have to be in minimum match theory then. They, yeah. they just have to be. Um, yeah. Lev, they've got to be maximum match theory, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. They, I mean, is Lev like potential is world, beater? world beater they've got the squad for it i kind of propose we put them in a for now and then maybe circle back okay you know? i want to get some i want to get some numbers on the board here real like quick loud for, as loud, well. for loud yeah. i think you guys should individually put your submissions i want to see how you guys um, feel. i didn't want to bother you with it while we're live because i don't know if you can fix a curve but mine just i just don't have access to it you have to log in i did Oh. Uh, old. I'll do it for you then. Here, this is how it works. <laughs> okay. Like this, and then you can go like this, and then it will appear under you. There you go. Yeah. So, congratulations. I'm putting loud and beat here, Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wyatt's just representing Kurt here. Yeah. Like a lawyer. Now, me personally, I would put them in A. <laughs> okay. Can we pull up the, the graphic, please? No. Oh, okay. Josh has submitted an answer. Bala has submitted an answer. Mimi, the pressure is on. Five-second countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Mimi has submitted. Okay. Reveal them. Oh. Okay. Well, Kurt just lied on mine and put B. <laughs> 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 I said A. 
Wilkinson says S uh, because he wants some. Uh, Wait, hold on. Does getting grouped mean getting grouped at global events or regionally? Global events. That means global. global. Okay. Yeah, that's then like I stand by B. Uh, Bala, high A. Um, so I think we average out at A because I'm at Bala and I are A. Wilkinson is S. Mimi is I'm, B. I'm, I'm like on the line. I'm the, fine the, with them the being. The math. The math adds up. We're taking it to A tier with uh, with Loud. And then we can kind of adjust again, like, between the teams later. Yeah. Um, N-R-G. This is easy. I mean, you got to put them in the world beaters category yeah. just based on the roster, don't you? Yep. But Josh, Which we've is... never seen them play. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, it's the same thing for Leviathan, isn't it? But... <laughs> For some reason, people are higher on the NRG roster. I think it's because it's literally the champions from last year with, mixed with an extraordinarily good core of Victor Crashies and Marv that were like extremely good previously. To be fair, though, so is Leviathan. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. The champion uh, that's from true. last year. Like, I, the think the Leviathan, I think Leviathan should also be in the S tier. Yeah, I actually think they're both world beater too. I feel like they're in my mind I I think like winning Americas is a toss up between energy and Leviathan for me and I feel like who's going to do the most damage at global events because I think they're both making it is also like either of these teams could pop off and like be winning events this year. I I also think this is the first time that we've seen apart from Fnatic two squads that I think are genuinely trying to be super teams. I like, these are these What about are properly... Sentinels last year? They yeah, had tens. That doesn't fit at all. But they, these these teams have mashed together different <laughs> cores to try to make super teams. They, these are like the definition of super teams. Even if they don't perform well, they, they've been built as super teams. Volatile W super team roll three or more. Wait, is that? Three or more. Sentinels. Three or more what? Players. Have to be... On the team. Make it, figure it out. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> that means Call Heretics you. qualifies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Sentinels. Gotta be A at least. A. A. Yeah, I think they're A. They've gotta be. I think, I think I'm more high on them like right now than I am for like potential, if that makes any sense. Just because the because they've been playing a lot and, and grinding it out, and yeah, yeah, we've seen them have actual tangible success that we can look at. But do I believe that that will continue throughout an entire season? Probably enough to make them maximum match theory, but okay, not, not enough for them to be world beaters. Uh, cloud nine, average Andes, average Andes, get them in there, get them in there, yeah, above Furia. I mean, yeah, Billy Billy should be at the bottom of this tier for now, I think. Evil well. geniuses. Low average Andes. Yeah. This is going to be some a big matches. group, average Andes. They are going to be better than people expect. Well, I would hope that it's a big group. It is the average. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We Wyatt, should be going for a normal suffer? distribution. It's yeah. just so funny. That EG are an average and a hundred thieves are below them. Like, <laughs> like guys. <laughs> hundred thieves have got a difficult group. They're gonna get the minimum matches. None of the teams make it play. There's a whole other there's they're gonna play the bad teams later. There's a whole season. Is <laughs> EG gonna end the entire year with more wins than Hundred Thieves? I think so. Yes. No. No I way. think they get a win in kickoff. Brother. 
No, you, but they will uh, have played more matches. They will play more uh, yeah, matches, they only but they're going to they They're literally going to beat EG. Wait, actually, what am I? Wait, 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 wait. I don't know who e actually wait, wins whoa. that head to head. <laughs> also, e wait, what am I talking about anyway? EG could also be minimum match, couldn't they? Because yeah, if they just lose to G two, they I think you're thinking about it way too. Play the design, yeah, yeah, but then they beat yeah. Crew in the lowers. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. taking. I also I disagree with my own take from three seconds ago. I don't think EG are going to win more games than Hundred Thieves over the course of the year. I I think that's absolute cap. Technically, EG are already not minimum match theory. They've already played a match. It's a buy. No, that's bollocks. Bullshit. No, bollocks. Sorry, we get that. Strike that from the record. <laughs> bollocks. <laughs> I, I think they belong in minimum match theory. I think they're down there. No, there's no way they're not winning, like, at least as many matches as, like, I, I think these guys get, like, two or three. Like, and I think they're, that puts them in average at Andy. No, it doesn't. No, they're not winning in the kickoff, I don't think. They're, they're I not think beating... they're, they're beating crew in the lower bracket of kickoff. They're going to playoffs. They could upset someone there. You I think, think they're, they're beating crew? I actually think yes. it's pretty close. I think that's the same kind of tier of team. They're beating crew. Mark my words. <laughs> Me a year ago. But they also, <laughs> I mean, I, I, there were so many things said in the past three minutes that just have me stun locked. Like, Bala just casually saying that EG are going to beat 100 Thieves. I mean, that well, doesn't okay. seem likely. What, in the regular season? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah, no, like, Hunter Goat. That, John Jamo. It's man. not impossible, but that doesn't seem I mean, likely. it depends when in the season they play, but yeah, I could totally see it happening. Yeah. I mean, I'm not big on either of those teams. I, I'm not either. I, I, but I'm not big on either. We're talking either about a them, hypothetical but... match in the very future that doesn't actually have a bearing on the 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 ranking in the tier list here. Like, who cares who wins between 100 Thieves and EG? They're still both minimum match. There. I know. I don't even <laughs> want to get caught up on this. I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to think about 100 Thieves anymore. EG like, will I, do better than 100 Thieves. I just. I don't know why. I just know it's happening. I just, I just know what's happening. God. I think it's, it's fine where we've left them. So just funny. leave them both down Feelings there. Feelings analyst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just leave them both down there. Feelings don't care about your thoughts, Wyatt. <laughs> um, G2. Probably average Andes, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Could they, I, yeah. could they make an international event and get, I don't, nah, I think that. I think there's too many good America's teams. Top four make champions? Mm. I don't think that's out of the question. It's not out of the question, but the I year. wouldn't hedge my bets on it. Yeah, I think it's more likely they're in the upper mid-table, but are shy yeah. of qualifying. So I think average Andy's is cool. Um, team always gaming. Where are they Dude, going? I can't remember who they have what on their te team. What te sorry, what team is this? <laughs> oh, this what is the they? team with Bunt and Monk on the team. They, oh. uh, they got those guys in. Um... I I I don't think they're going to be very good. So where I, are they going? Where are they going? Um, you got to tell me, Josh. I'm not going to pretend to know anything about this. You I mean, I would of, uh, I would send them behind. down to the I would send them down to the minimum match theory potentially, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I like Sword Nine, so Average Andes is a cool name. Average Andes. Oh. I, okay, I don't. <laughs> I think we're overrating the mayor. They're definitely yeah, going to be worse I, than Billy Billy. So even if you put them in average Andes, they've got to go at the bottom. But also, if guys, if we're comparing this internationally, like, come on, they're not going to be up there. 
No, they're not. They've got to go in minimum match theory. Thieves, like, they've got to blow all the minimum match theory teams. Come on now. And I'm saying this as someone who knows nothing about them. <laughs> they've got to go down there. I don't, they might not be below all of those minimum match theory teams. I, I think, they might uh, be. I think that's accurate. At least according to Ryan Central, you should watch his content if you want to watch, uh, you know, Chinese Valorant content. His, his like, thesis on Chinese Valorant is that it's very top-heavy, uh, they're the bottom teams aren't very good. Like they're really bad, but you can expect them to be like competing with everybody else by the end of the year. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty reasonable. That's the general consensus that I got. Yeah, FBX are not that bad though. FBX are actually like you know a, an all right looking team. Like they should be in the average Andes with Billy Billy. I think. Yeah. Okay. They play some silly Valorant, but so do Furia. <laughs> like. Just yeah, different no. type of silly Valorant. FPX plays silly Valorant. We've got yeah. uh, Titan. They have RB. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they anybody? do have RB, which, which is awesome. I mean, that's, that's fantastic that RB's got a, a place to play. But aside from that... There's a guy that, whose gamertag is just Kawhi. Kawhi that's pretty awesome. Um, oh my god. Um... Yeah, again, Josh, I'm going to defer to you, or I'm going to defer to Kurt, who watched Ryan Central's video. Can we just watch Ryan Central's video I, real quick? Uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's fire it up. Hold on. I think that, let's just, I let's think just go decent. to his tier list at the end of the video and just copy it over. <laughs> That's a great well, idea. Yeah, that is a good... Ryan is shooting up the ranks of uh, top balds in the world, honestly. Has Josh, he overtaken me already? He's coming for your spot. Depends yeah, how, good he's, power, he's... how good this tier list is without yeah. knowing anything about these teams. I would, I would imagine it's a middle of the pack team. He's really Titan. Um, what oh. does that mean, Bala? As opposed to not really bald? <laughs> what? Nothing there. Okay, Kurt, bring that tier list up so we can copy it. You sound like a child who's went to a grocery store and like seen a bald person for the first time and is making a scene. <laughs> Dude, my brother shaved his Wait head. Wait a second, Mimi, you can't a make a comment on this. <laughs> on we what? Were, we were walking, we were like, went to get like coffee or whatever. We were walking and we walked past like this golden doodle and she loudly proclaims in front of the person, this dog probably costs more than my rent. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this is real life. Like, this and it person did. is here. It did. It did. Like, he was a fucking GTA NPC. We were in Philadelphia and he's wearing, he's wearing pants that say New York down the legs and he's wearing a fucking giant peacoat when it's like fucking 40 degrees outside with like a rich guy hat and an iPhone without a case and his $10,000 dog. I couldn't help but notice that the dog is $10,000. People aren't actually GTA NPCs. He was. He was. He was the first motherfucker who was. Let me tell you. Oh my god. <laughs> Throw him in the average Andy tier. You Bala. Apologies. Hmm. What were we talking about? Oh, it's funny. All right, that's good. Throw him in the average Andy tier, Kurt. Was I saying something? I don't you were know. making fun of bald people. Oh, yeah. Very I was defending Ryan with that whole story. And uh, Where did uh, Ryan put uh, the tight sports club? <laughs> below, <laughs> below Billy Billy. <laughs> All right. Trace, Trace are good. Where, um, where have you put them? Oh, Tyloo. Tyloo. Tyloo bad. Wolves Tyloo. should be average, I think. Yeah, Wolves Didn't, average. Where I did Ryan put them? But like... Well, you, well, I don't think Ty Lu are going to be at the very bottom. <laughs> crazy. But, yeah. That's crazy. I, what, you think that they should be moved up? They're getting grouped. 
What do you mean they're getting grouped? What, they're, they're going to grouped. international events? Yeah. Do you think that Tai Lu team is going to international events and getting yes, grouped? 100%. Which international <laughs> event are Tai Lu going to? Um, Red Bull Homeground? They're not making it to Madrid. They're not making it to Shanghai, I don't think. They're not a they're, top three team. They're well, they're squeaking in at the end of the year. They're squeaking to champions. And that doesn't make they're them... No, that Shanghai. makes them average. If they accident their way to champs... What? <laughs> yeah, they're getting grouped in China. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. I can't. They're average Andy. Like, they're, they're average Andy. good. Tyloo is not ass. They're not horrible. They're, they could if they made it to an international event, which they've just choked a fuck ton of. Um, I know it's a lot of a, a very, very different team. Like two players are different, but like they they could have competed at some of these international events much more than Billy Billy should have been able to compete. <sighs> Uh, I, I I doubt, but okay. Well, I guess we'll see. I doubt what they throw them in the average tier then, but That's they cool. shouldn't be. They shouldn't be above the bottom of the average tier. Like we've got way too many Chinese teams in the average Andes compared to the minimum match theory. Like there should be a bunch of Chinese teams. That, I mean, that don't like, like guys. In theory, there has to be a bunch. There's, I, and again, this is coming from someone who knows nothing about these teams, but there's no <laughs> way that Wolves or who, like, who the fuck, like, they're not going to be better than 100 Thieves or EG of those teams. Like, it's just not, it's But that's not a happening. problem with our and ranking you know system. I, I know that based on history. I know that, like, because we, we've, we've seen this story before. It's 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 quite clearly in front of. Us. Are you about you to know? give me a quest, Wyatt? What are you all about? <laughs> uh, no, it's it's uh, the fucking you know history. Uh, you you study history to know what do they say about history and like. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you study history to prevent it becoming the present or some shit, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's and stop it, it from repeating itself, guys. And, Holy and shit. history, uh, when the new esports region starts, they're not good. And then they get good over time. Billy Billy beat NRG at Champions last year. Like, and, this is all I literally and, mentioned and, teams that aren't Billy Billy. So uh, I'm talking okay, but, about, yeah, I'm talking about the, the, the wolves of the world and the. Wolves look all right. The wolves have really made some decent. Do they look moves more up. all right than 100 Thieves and EG? That's not the point. This, yes, this it is. is. This yes, it is. This tier, this tier Dude, list is Josh. also taken into account how well they do domestically. That's so annoying. We're getting <laughs> <laughs> like that's. Guys, that's we started so this episode. This idea already is going to be convoluted from the. St we've done three power rankings already, and we're just ignoring all of the stuff that we did to make this big ass yes. tier list of cross region. Yes. It ain't going to make any fucking sense. Okay, yes. so put the. It's because we have no content, man. That's why. Lower some of the Chinese we're teams. Doing, like, okay, here's what's content. happening. If <laughs> someone doesn't. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like okay, that's literally make, where we're at. Make another tier that says <laughs> below average Andes, and then we'll shove a bunch of people in there to make it happen. <laughs> Christ. But like, yeah, like Tyloo and Titan are probably in the below average tier, but they're still, you still have to put them above the minimum match theory teams of EG and 100 Thieves. They, they're gonna, they're gonna have probably more wins at the end of the year because they're playing in an easier region. <laughs> Dude, I'm only making it, it through this section. Better. I'm only making it through this section of the okay. fucking tier list, so I know at the end we can <laughs> say this is actually a tier list I feel pretty good about. Once we make it, <laughs> that's no, all I'm fucking I'm waiting not for. I'm saying that. I'm saying it. I refuse <laughs> to say that. Uh, I, 
Oh my god. Can we really? Can we, can we just reel it back real quick? Because it seems like Josh is very adamant on like these names, whereas like a tier list is like you know which teams are better than. The uh, others. Yeah, I know. Can we? Can we delete the names? Can we just make this? it a tier what list? What are we doing? Are we gonna keep the name? Are we gonna go by the names? Or are we gonna go by the tiers? Dude, just I'm... go by the names and it's the so tiers. so much funniest. Oh! What do you mean? <laughs> what do you Answer. That is so annoying. <laughs> okay, fucking politician ass. <laughs> oh my god. My That's Rhode perfect. Island state senator. That's perfect. That's Dude, exactly. That's just like fucking get your feelings that. out of it. Get your thoughts out of it. Just put teams, bro. Like yeah, I know. This okay, well my feelings logic, and bro. my thoughts tell me that all these fucking logos that I only just learned what they mean aren't as good as 100 Thieves. I don't know why. It's probably yeah. just ignorance. Yeah. Hey, it's definitely no, it just ignorance. It's Gosh. history. There's a cycle of history, maybe. That's I, what I, it is. I, think I feel like people have defended ignorance with uh. talking about history quite a lot. That's a slippery slope, buddy. <laughs> get Tyloo uh. up to average and throw some other teams up there. Oh, sorry, not Tyloo, sorry. There. Get uh, Wolves, 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 Wolves. No. Okay, Wolves, Wolves fine. Wolves look all right. Fine, fine, fine. I'm fine with this. I am genuinely going this to. Is fun. I am this going is fun. to this is raise I, I like venture capital to host <laughs> a quick off-season tournament next weekend with Hundred Thieves, EG, fucking Wolves, and, and Tyloo. And, and, and you're gonna just, you're gonna be disappointed I, when China's I, on top, baby. You're gonna be fucking disappointed when China's on top. I swear to God, Dude. we are gonna. I'm running the Bermuda Invitational. Why? We're, we're, we're going to the center, but the central area between all these teams, which is compete. Bermuda. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is. We're all, I'm flying them out there. Jesus fucking Christ. Why? How do I get in I'm contact with the Kronky group? Bustio's <laughs> reckoning is coming. He didn't get it at Champions. After talking all this shit about China, it's coming, bro. It's oh, coming. Yeah, oh, yeah. You don't want to so have Bustio in a real. group of Chinese teams. Just saying. Whatever. I, I just... BBL. Winless, <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, actually. BBLs. Actually, winless. Yeah. Winless? Yes. Winless? Just put them in minimum match theory. I'm gonna... Winless? I swear to God. Do you see this window behind me? That's where the PC's going out. In a fucking second. <laughs> I'm launching it out the window. Are you on the second floor? Yeah. Oh, the, the, the thing is, I though, am. B BBL also <laughs> plays against Koi. So they're probably gonna win at least an extra match. I <gasps> no, Koi's, I don't care. Koi's 3 5 them. BBL winless. That doesn't they're make both, sense. They're both winless. So I don't stupid. don't stop thinking it about it. They're sense. both they both feel winless. Yeah, I literally I sense. literally work for BuzzFeed. Just put put, put for the love of they God. They can't both be winless. They got to play. <laughs> they both will, baby. They both fucking will. They're I don't know how. Big L's no matter what. You're telling me they're... this match. This is going to be a Carmine this, court. This is coming from the guy who 27 seconds ago wanted heretics and winless. So you're telling yes. me BBL are going to lose three. to heretics? Oh, put them all down there. Put them all down there. The to me the winless and world beaters that those are that's the only text that matters on this list. Like the, 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 it's too convoluted if we're caring too much about the other ones. But winless I think is like that is very accurate for if you're all the way down okay, there. Okay. And they're not going okay. Just okay. put them at the bottom. Of okay. <laughs> okay, bottom of D. Fine. Okay. They're not even that bad. I mean, if you're treating the D tier as a proper tier, they're yeah, they're, they're better like, than Mike. I would put I them ahead of Hey, hundred Thieves, EG yeah. are in there. They have some good friends. 
I think they're crew level. What? Yeah. What do you mean they have some good friends? That's good well, company. Like a... I think they're crew level. Oh, right. Not really DZG level. They... Yeah, they're around there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's so, so great. That's so fine. Right. I love so that. So Fnatic, I think they're getting grouped. We're, uh, let's... All right, let's... Anyways, put them top of let's us. Keep it going. Moving let's on. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. <laughs> uh, foot A. A for foot. Any A, a for... Any A, a for, for foot. foot. A for foot. Lower than Sentier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, getting the... grouped. They should be in getting grouped. For no, no, they should because they've gotten they're grouped go... at every tournament that they've gonna... played. They're, uh, they're gonna have they have their actually. EDG year after getting grouped they... at every international event. They're gonna show up and fucking pop off. Uh, Wait, have they really never made are... playoffs of an international event. I don't think so. No, they made they made champs playoffs. Guys. Oh, you're true. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Yeah. Not real. Didn't happen. I thought they did. Not real. Didn't happen. They're Bro, doing it this I year. I swear though. to God. I will eat my fucking keyboard if Foot are on the same level as the three teams in their in A tier right now. Bro, they didn't play. I'm like, no, 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 I'm dead serious. If Foot are as good as those three teams, if they're all equal, yeah, I, I, that's I true. Will fucking eat my ducky shine <laughs> seven. <laughs> the, it, uh, there's just no way. There's legitimately that's where they no belong. way. They're gonna go to international events and they're gonna get grouped the same as like Trace would. You can't. How many fucking qualifying spots does this China have? Seven? Like, <laughs> no. I don't. Why are there so many Chinese teams in getting Four there? teams. Four teams are going to okay, make fine, international fine. events for each crazy. region. They, the region we're the most ignorant about. We're like, well, yeah, they'll, they'll all be up there. <laughs> like, no, there are, four, there are four teams that are guaranteed to make international events from each and region. And we only have four up there from China. We don't. We haven't put every motherfucker up there. We got exactly four teams. And the gentle mates. They're going to be in <laughs> the D tier. No, they're average. Low average. I don't I know where to put Gentle Mates. And of I all mean, the teams in I the mean, entire I no league, clue. I think I have no clue the most about Gentle Mates. And I so agree with that. So why don't we put them in like around DL? Isn't that fair? Well, we, well, yeah, I guess. But we kind of know that BBL are going to be mediocre. We do, like, General Mates actually might end up playing really well. Right, like they did at the end. I think they win Fuck a few it. games. Maybe they make Fuck a playoffs it. one stage. Sure. Fuck it. All right. Uh, giant X. I I just I can't Wait, believe who that. is that? <laughs> who is that? That's Giant X. It's what? Giant X. Do you why not does, see the G in the X? Why does Giants have an X? They combined with XL. XL. Oh, I missed X that. X videos. That's a oh. terrible team. <laughs> oh. Uh... Wait, did X videos used to have an esports team? No, that was no, like... that was U porn. Was porn I think. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was yeah, it was U porn. Name all the Counter Strike. Sites. Yeah, I, I don't know any you, of them. You can find Redgar videos by googling Redgar X videos, and it will come up. <laughs> what? It will come up with um with his new team. It will come up with Giant X. I'm not going to do that. That's <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do that. We are going off the rails, but I kind of want to keep doing this podcast like next uh, week. Can we? Okay. Can we? Can we? Can we? Uh, let's not show porn and let's look at the tier list. Good idea. Giant X. <laughs> Where are we putting them? They've got to be an average. Fuck. Put them in average. They are. They're average. They are. They're average. They are, they are, they're average. They uh, are Cloud Nine. They are Cloud Nine. Yes. Christ. Perfect. All right. Carmine Corp. I, I actually, I straight up believe in Comic Core. They're going to be top of average Andes. They're going to be good. I'm rolling with it. I, I don't think they're getting to an international event and getting grouped, but I, I mean, maybe they sneak in, but I think they're like top of average Andy tier. Like with the G2s, with the 
Yeah, above C9, actually. I, I would have them right next to G2. Yeah, that's fine. I'm with it. Tommy Core. Okay. Any, any, any haters? Any haters? No haters. Love that. Love that for the lovers. Navi? Um, Navi? Navi. <laughs> they're maximum match theory. A. Yeah, they're A. They're playing the maximum match. They're EDG loud, not Sentinel. They're going to... Like, it's so obvious to me that Navi are going to recapture... I mean, like, a reasonable amount of the magic. <laughs> Not all of it, but an okay amount of the magic. Is magic the North Eption magic? I'm confused. Yeah, the North no, Eption magic. The, so the tournament where North Eption were supposed to have magic is the one where Navi had magic, and it's going to be <laughs> that magic for Navi. You know okay. what I mean? Um, I think there's second place in A. What? what? <laughs> second place you stunlocked all of our brains. I Navi are well, second EDG place aren't in even North the top America. Of a anyway. What? North America doesn't even have a league. I thought I you said, said second in place A. NA. Oh, I said NA. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You were saying Navi are the second best North American They're gonna fucking team. come out from the floor like a fucking Stunlock Avenger and just appear in Americas and dominate. Stunlocked my brain. Can we... Holy shit. I don't think... Well, first of okay, all... Okay, yeah, clearly, look at the tier list. First of all, EDG are not the top team in A. Yes, I agree. It should be Sentinels. What? No, 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 no. it should be loud. Loud should be in A. It should be loud at the top of A. I don't know if it's loud. I don't believe. I don't know what if do you it's mean loud. You don't believe? They still have less. They still have Kawanzine. They still have Sana. And I think they'll go to international events so and be good. good. But I don't they're think they're so like good. a top four team in the world. Well, uh, thankfully, they don't have to be. They can still be top of A tier. But and we if can they're put top of A, they're in S. Guess okay. what? Paper X is still. We got other okay, people. Put Paper put X in S. Put Paper X in S. Yeah, but Paper X only changed one player, Josh. That's the. That's the difference. <laughs> Wait, I don't. What? Not what are you talking about? <laughs> what? Oh, they got rid of CGRS. I mean, I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, Paper X just. They. Uh, no, no, no. I. I Oh, no, 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 because, wait a second. <laughs> Dude, what are you short-circuiting? Are you thinking about Zelsus's ass again? No, 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 no. I got confused for a second because I was like, oh, wait, no, but Loud only did change one player. They just changed the last boss. But that's yeah. what, what I was, what my brain was trying to think was that that uh, uh, Paper X changing Jing from Monyet, I don't think is as significant yeah. as Loud changing um, uh, yeah, and know. that's why, because otherwise, if Loud had kept the same team, we would be trolling not to put them in S tier. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but they lost the best, yeah, like, if... fucking top three player in the world. I'm sorry, yeah, I just don't yeah. see how Oswald Loud... is unreplaceable. Sorry, how is Jing not the same, like, tier as Because they have 15 Ospos. other top, th top three players in the world on that not. team. So to Loud! It's not yes. the same. It's not the it's same. Not it's the not the same. Correct. I, I think, okay, my reasoning is not because it's like... Not because there's a significant difference in the skill of Jing and Ospas. It's because I think Loud is going to have to rework how they play because so much of their game plan was like centered around Ospas. He's a player that requires so much. It's it, it it's like it's like Optic after losing Ye when they became NRG. You have to rework how you play a little bit, and yeah, I think so that means Paper it's going to be a harder Paper adjustment. We're running Jing on Phoenix. Monia is not going to be coming in and playing Phoenix. It doesn't matter. Know, for Everyone on that team duelist. plays every agent. Everyone on that team plays every agent. I have never once cared about the roles in That's Paper just... X, and I will continue no! to not care. Mimi, the beginning of the year was L full of just dog shit yeah, from Paper X because of their roles. No, yeah, I but 
okay, yeah, they got around. good by, they by fuck swapping around their roles. And they find out. And, and that's they find around by putting oh. Forsaken on Jan oh Reina for years. Yeah, and they'll do it again. Yes, and they were bad. They were bad then. And they'll be good. I don't care. It's Paper X. I don't think about Paper X. <laughs> I know. I'm glad that you've opted into the trolling. It's I... not trolling. It's you don't have to think it's Paper X. Oh. Put a mess. You don't have to think about loud either, bro. They went to 2022. Well, I did. They're the fucking I thought. best team then, and they still were fucking good this year. One of the most consistent teams of all That's time. That's true. Bro. I can't. I can't doubt that. Which In is fact, why they're the top of A. The the most consistent team of all time. But they lost the best player. I, I, I again, not, I advocated for them being in the S tier, but I'm fine with them. Dude, being what's the top your of fucking Smurf account's name, Paula? Aspas fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> so why is it not Jing fanboy? It it could be, it could be. I fucking love both. But of it them. is Aspas fanboy. What is this a fucking lawyer, like a, a court case? <laughs> like yes, it is. Catch me on my Smurf account name. Where, like, where are we putting liquid? Oh. Like, can we move on? Getting I'm, 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 I'm convinced. We're be. putting him in us. Getting grouped. Fine. Liquid. Oh, I don't think Liquid are making it to international events. I think they're going average Andes. I don't even want to see what happened while I was gone. Okay, Doing sure. this, yeah, this, this, this. They're not segment. even top. Fine. They're not even top. They're like. Uh, they're, no, they're higher they're, than Carmen Core. No, they're not yes. higher than Carmen yes. Core. Yes, Carmen yes, Core are going to be the piss out of Liquid. You are. They're going to be the piss out of Liquid. The only reason you think Carmen Core is going to be good is because you're excited about a few players that you've never seen play, and because you shit on them the entire year yet last year. No, 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 and no, no. You no. want them to be good. That's the no, only reason. No. Yes, 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 yes. Viewership. That's the only reason. No, 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 no. Li Liquid have got a boring ass roster. And but they, boring they get isn't bad. Boring. They get outskilled oh, hard boring. by Carmen Core. It's boring. It's boring, but, so me, it's like... boring, but uh, you know, sometimes... Yeah, it's going to get the job done. Greatness is boring. It's going to well, get the job done. Greatness, no, but... The greatness is not boring. <laughs> That's no, but Josh, he has been on this train for Again, like three episodes. Again, the fucking episodes. fail, son. Fanatic God, is boring. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. No, Jenna, I had to leave because doing this segment reminded me to go take my mood stabilizers. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so chill now. Um, I, but, uh, you know, Liquid, uh, Liquid, I cannot to, abide. I cannot have abide. To be in, I think they have to be in getting grouped. No, 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 Vitality has to be getting Fanatic, Navi, Vitality, and Vitality. Oh, you're right. Foot. Vitality. Yeah, okay. You know what? They're not getting grouped. They're, 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 they're top right. average. Yes, perfect. This is perfect. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, you're right. Again. That's fine. It's not overrated. We put them dead in the middle. Yeah, I'm fine with that. How is that? That's such I a. I think they'll a, do better a, than. Even if just reformed lock in, they still wouldn't be overrated in this case. Like. Yeah. Anyhow, where are uh, we? <laughs> okay, we're at the bleed. No, we were. Oh, Kurt just placed Vitality. Oh, Almost. God. I forgot they have Yay. That's I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, that's vitality, good. Vitality are kind of good there. Like, yeah, vitality yeah, that's good. Might be Dude, I think Vitality are going to cook. Like, I think Vitality are going to get to maximum match. Today. I think but, so. Too. But I'm, I'm super high on Vitality for no amazing reason. But <laughs> no, I think. There's reasons. Especially with Trex in the team, this yeah. roster goes unbelievably dummy, stupid hard. Yeah, but I think. I, it's gonna take uh, a minute because Trex is not playing right away. Yeah, Josh, but that is a still. Matter. But um, a roster with safe and Trex is just oh fucking safe Trex scrumptious. Yeah, Josh, it is. Josh, this I, could be I, our this could be our take. I Where's Runner from? That flag is really cool. On this because Mas I uh, Estonia. Macedonia. 
Oh, Macedonia and Estonia's kicks, yeah. That's What's pretty up, cool. I want to just see if you're going to back me up on this, Josh, because I I would put them below Navi in the power ranking now, but at the end of the season, I think they're going to be above Navi. No. No. I didn't ask you guys. Josh, um, let's see your response. <laughs> I I don't know about that. I feel like I I feel like Navi is so damn good. Like Navi Navi could honestly be in S tier world beaters. Like if we wound back the clock with that roster, they would have been in that tier when they were playing. Like they literally won Copenhagen. They looked fantastic during their run. Like even at lock in when they were playing with that different roster. I did, you can't bet against Shao and Sagetsu and those guys. So real. Know. That's what fine. No, 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 that's though. fine. That's that's fine we can, but i i think i love having it at the bottom of that i really do i think that's based i love I, this I, I think this is I think based it's real i think I it's think so real based. um bleed 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 they have yay is that's he back i think they're a get grouped no no too high or too low too high Oh, I think I think they're I average think be, I think I oh, think Get Grouped is just right. I think they make I think they make the international events when there are four slots. I don't think they do too hot, but I think they're going to be pretty good. Sure. I'm just not I'm not confident. But I who think, else in Pacific is making the international events? I think there's going to be six, there's going to be the most teams possible from Pacific making it. This could be a different team every time, other than the top yes. two teams. Sure, sure. I think that's reasonable. Like the third slot and the third, fourth mm -hmm. slot to champs are going to be different. It might not even be in the top. I mean, DRX might struggle initially. Yeah, DRX. Like, like I don't know. Pacific looks dodgy at the top. Or at least not dodgy, but like unknown at the top. DRX are not like a guaranteed. I just, slam yeah, dunk I don't have faith be... in DRX, really. See, well, I think. Mm -hmm. I, I think DRX a minimum like maximum match theory. Yeah, I think that's yeah, fair. Yeah, they're going to be A or B, right? But are they going to? I mean, they could definitely get to an international tournament and get grouped. But is that going to be more likely than them making playoffs? Ah, I, I think they're still going to be able to get out of groups with that team. DRX, DRX never gets grouped. Yes, but that was with the, the that's Don't the old care. team. They never get. Grouped. But it's also just that it <laughs> happens that, that way because they end up being the first, like the top seed Pacific team always, and that just gives you an easy group. And they're they're not yeah. going to be the top seed. I mean, I, no, but there's no way. I I think I think Flashback's going to be like a a really solid player by the end of the year. I just really worry about running Perma Foxy Nine on sure. Initiator. Yeah, on I, whatever. Uh, I, think I mean, B do we even know if he's going to be playing full time Initiator? I, I imagine they're probably going to change him around. Well, yeah, they've only got five players. Doesn't matter. Termi could step in. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, give me that, please. It's fine. I, it's fine. It's fine. I think bottom of A is reasonable, but I, I but sure, I'm cautiously sure. it's a call, pessimistic. It's, yeah, I yeah. am pessimistic. Uh, Gen G, winless. No, they're not, <laughs> they're not fucking winless. They're not winless. Minimum match. Minimum match. They, yeah, I think they're minimum match there. 
Well, There's going to be a lot of Pacific teams on minimum match there here. No, I guarantee I you, like... Meteor is getting them at least, like, they're, they're going to have a game or two where they, they're winning some stuff. Like, they're they're going to get a few wins, but they're not going to do cool. Yeah, I think they're at the bottom of average Andy, to be honest. Like, mm. I don't think they're going to be one of the bottom teams. They Like, Karen looked like in the offseason from what we, like, the tiny amount that we saw, he looked like he had some talent. Texture is just a very good player. Like, he's actually a top Pacific player on a bad team. And, you know, there's, there's some other pieces in there that are, like, okay. That's going to be enough to get them wins against some struggling teams in Pacific. Yeah, I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I I think putting... Well, we'll go through it, but I think it's possible that putting Bleed and B, though, there's just so many teams around that tier that... I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Global? What are you thinking? Minimum match theory? Minimum. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're they're destined for the minimum match theory. Um, Let me R- fix a major mistake here. RRQ are not second in Pacific. They are average. Oh, was that you mean them fix second. it from we the power ranking? They put them no. in second. No, they no, no, we no didn't. it wasn't second. You're it literally was like lying. It was like it was fourth. like fourth or something. It was still what? too high in my opinion, but it wasn't second. That was, That's madness. Was that second. was uh, that was all Chobra. He is the number one. RRQ fan, and I mean, I'm not and he's wrong. enough on that team. I, I'm like, I'm an RRQ I, I lo- believer, I like but I still don't team. think they're going to go up that high. Facts. Like, I, I think I they're, think I think they're like decent. average Andy. Yeah, but like, a, but like a very, a very solid average. Yeah, Andy like team, like mid to high average Andy. But I tell you what, I'm more excited about Zeta than I am about RRQ, uh. and I'm and I'm more intrigued <laughs> about Bleed. Like, I think Bleed and RRQ actually might end up being about the same level if RRQ does really well and Bleed does much worse than expectations. I, I could see those being like, you know, they could end the year at the same point, even though the expectations should be quite different. I, I would put RQ ahead of Fury, I think. That's the only little difference. And I'm cool with that. He won't have Skadoodle. He won't... <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. Automatic's oh, coming man. back to play with T1. David Denis, I've heard, is a great coach. T1 are definitely in B, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think they're in B, yeah. But I I don't know about... I. Yeah, I think uh, somewhere around there is somewhat reasonable. Yeah. Are they above bleed? Yes. 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 I think yes. they should be. Yes. Yeah. They're, yes. I, I don't know. Whenever I think about bleed, I feel like I'm underrating them. Because, but I'm just so afraid time, of underrating them. But they, they did lose... I'm not. Like, ...extremely strong players. Um, and... But I mean, a team with Yay and Scary should be very good. And Crazy Guy's a very good player as well, especially considering he's he's the IGL for that team too, right? Do yes. you trust this team to gel, Josh? Just yeah, that's the, the big roster. Yeah, that's the that's I the just, problem, right? I I'm str- I mean, and it doesn't mean they can't. But Why not? It, I'm it so confused. Why not? Just because I don't think they they had a roster before that I thought was quite a lot more skilled, but I didn't think that it, they had, like, an incredibly good team identity. Like, when you look at a lot of the Ascension teams in uh, the Americas, I feel like they're, they're really fluid. Like, they've got, they got great teamwork. I feel like they battered the shit out of people in Ascension by just having extraordinarily good players. And they've just kind of tried to replace them with other good players. I, I don't really know what the roles are going to look like. I don't really see... I don't see the team identity, I guess, is the crux of this mm. i don't understand how it's gonna function i think it doesn't any mean it player, won't i just don't see it i don't see the vision 
I think any player that escapes North America and gets to live in Seoul, South Korea, instantly gets their, like, mental health buffed by, like, 50 points and is a happier person. Does that make them a better or worse player, though? That's the question. I think did it that could make them to, better. That, did that happen to Ban? To Ban? Yeah, he was playing in South Korea, wasn't he? He escaped North America. Oh, my God. Facts he did. Story so again. <laughs> but <laughs> The facts are on top. What if I were to tell you that Ban has experienced life outside north america before i don't know if that's true but it could be possible it could be possible no one knows no one knows if he's lived somewhere else before yeah, there's no way Ye has lived outside north america aaron didn't do too hot but he lived in fucking copenhagen he was already familiar with happiness that's this true. theory has got no legs. Also, no, this, these dudes are going to spend 24 hours a day inside, Mimi, Not true. their computer. Like. Not true. They're going outside. They're this going on a... fucking walks. Ye is going to be walking around owning the city. He's going to be the only white boy who has it popping in Seoul, South Korea. <laughs> what about Bren? Bren doesn't have it popping. <laughs> yeah. It's most certainly not popping. Bren doesn't go outside. <laughs> Oh, he definitely I'm... does. He's, he's definitely getting, he's that's getting dragged true. He goes outside, outside to eat sushi, bro. Like, that's true, um, that's true, that's true. I think it's Dece where we've got him. Like, they're just a, they're just a tough team to rank. All right, I'm just yeah. saying so words, like, and I like think nothing, and I think this is fine. I think it's fine. This is a really good tier list. Talon, Talon shut up, Martin, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, Talon, though, Talon are like the absolute... I don't know. They're, they're not literally going to play the minimum matches, but they, they, yeah, they belong in that tier. You guys know how you oh. always talk about disassociating and shit? I don't know what that means, but I think I'm experiencing it. Like, <laughs> I, I just don't care. Wait, governor is on? I forgot fucking Governor is on talent. What it was bad. Yeah? Yeah. What the hell yeah, is it's, going it's, on? It's not an atrocious roster, but it's not a great one either. Dude, I mean, I've watched Governor win more Nerd Street Weeklies in 2021 than anyone else in history. So I think he might be the GOAT. Right. So uh, what you're saying is you want to put them above 100 Thieves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, put them as your world beater. Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. They're not above 100 Thieves, EG. They're, they're... No. I think maybe they're crew. Crew tier. Mm. No, I think they're worse mm. than crew. Mm. I think they're... I think they're somewhere around there. I think they're somewhere yeah, around yeah, where you yeah, got them yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind I like heretics. That. I like that. I like that. Wait, Team but they Secret. Don't even have a... Team Secret top C to me. Are We're all five of these teams worse than the team with three players? <laughs> <laughs> That's the real question here, isn't it? Because we have we have what? nine total teams. No, behind no, no, no. the team with are three you, players. Wait, I mean, no, like, the team with three players is Koi, not Oh heretics. wait, sorry. I'm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This tier list is slowly rotting my brain. Um, yeah. Team Secret. Um, I, yeah, decent. I think they've got to be top C. Top C. You're just saying things. Maybe pushing oh. low B. And that's fine. Uh, uh, team team no. Secret, I trust. I don't expect them to be. We already are. Significantly better than last season, but they're just a top middle. Aren't they going to be objectively worse contender. than last season? No. no, I don't think they're going to be objective. I think they're just going to lose one of their best players. Or am I tripping? They replaced. There was a purposeful decision to replace him. No. Envy. Oh no, Envy's still on the team. No, 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 no. They, I mean, they replaced still... Dubstep. But yeah, oh, you're talking yes. about Dubstep. I don't Dubstep think Dubstep was one, one of their best players. players. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they still got Envy. They still got Jeremy. They're like they're, they've I, still got all of the ball come. They should be fine. I, I don't see them. I don't see them being significantly better. But they were just really consistent upper mid table. I think that's where they're going to be. Yeah, I agree with you.
Sure. Why, why is that so controversial, Bala? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Sorry, I'm not sure. I'm thinking about Borkum. Like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. That's what's get you. Of. Yeah, I think Secret will be, a, yeah, around as good as G2, Liquid. The other, they really are like a Liquid team. They're just kind sure. of boring, <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> and but, but they're boring in that it's, you just know they're going to be solid. But, you know, they're not necessarily... Push, punching above their weight too heavily. But you know they're going to be solid. They're not uh, higher than Liquid. This is... We'll put them below Liquid. I, I think they are, dude. I think Liquid there. are overrated know. already with where they're being placed. No. Where should Liquid go, Josh? I think they should go... No. Uh, only one step down. Oh, just you know, Again, Corp. the Carmen Corp. Yeah, below Carmen Corp. The Carmen yeah. Corp. Yep, I think they should go there. Dude, fuck it. I'm with for it. Why? Right. For what? why? For what? Why? 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 Bro, like, for what difference does it make? Who cares? Makes a lot of difference to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what matters. Zeta Division. High B or low A? World beaters. <laughs> no, not world beaters, but definitely B minimum. Uh, Above T1. Like, I think they're going to be around the same as T1. I'm not sure. I think I'm more excited for Zeta than T1, but I think they're going to be pretty similar. Yeah, Zeta are at least making what some international like, Zeta, events. Zeta play, is the same team as Foot. Their team who's made international events has never done very well, but it's looked like kind of good domestically sometimes, third, and it's been waiting okay. for their year to pop off. It's the same fucking deal. They're, they're Foot. Yeah. Now, we do actually have more Pacific teams in the top level than any other region. But I actually think that that might be... I think that might happen. But that's I think that's because they're going to yeah. swap back and forth depending yeah, on who's... I, think I feel like there's the swaps. most competition in, like, the top middle in Pacific of any of the leagues. Yeah. No, you I know, mean, I feel pretty good pretty about this tier list. I think the America... <laughs> that's true. Dude, we <laughs> have three America's teams in world beaters. Yeah. And? That's what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Like, the top middle competition is, like, I mean, very, very tight, but they also have, like, three teams that are just going to be mean, better. But also, though, you say top three Americas, like, that isn't... I mean, America's teams have historically done the best in terms Fred of, like, winning here. events, haven't they? Winning. Apart from, apart from winning, Fnatic, winning yeah. events, you can't just say apart from Fnatic, you're going to get torn to bits. No, no, I mean, you can include Fnatic as well, but, like, the, there have been more... America's winners of events than any other region, haven't they? No. I don't think so. What? Fnatic won Three two and counts. Navi won one. Gambit. Bentinals? Gambit. 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 I forgot about Gambit, yeah. sorry. Ascend. Ascend. Oh, Ascend, dude! <laughs> yeah. I forgot about Ascend! I mean, yeah. You Holy shit. Be right. Okay, if we exclude no, 2021. No, so it's five to four. It's if five to four. If we exclude 2021, though, then well, it's... Let's exclude a whole year out of three of Valorant's yeah. years. Yeah, that's like, fine. That's only 33%. No, it's, it's five to four, though, right? It's five EMEA winners and four NA winners. I, I can't a lot of that's been right now because I'm just, you know, aforementioned disassociating, so I don't know. I think it's five to four. I'm You're correct, sure. Josh. You are correct. You're correct. Well, what I, okay. America has the most top teams. I think Fnatic is, should be the best team. But I think they have the most teams that could be like could win events. I think this is reason. You you could honestly make an argument for putting <sighs> Navi in the S tier, but that might just be mine. No, can we no. change the titles of all these tiers? Like S should be could win events, like Mimi just said. What's the difference? I mean, world beaters means that. Oh, I mean, you're beating the world. Yeah, when right. you win an event, you beat the world. Okay, <laughs> sure. And I love the fact that we still have like 
objectively decent teams like the 100 thieves fans are going to be absolutely yeah oh just for clarity can we change b to like getting grouped at global events or something like getting grouped internationally sure yeah that, better that's that's good getting grouped globally yeah that's a nice one love that that's a Doug Gro- global groupies I really don't think, Josh, that 100 Thieves are going to be mad at that. All 100 Thieves fans at this point just feel a collective sadness. Like, they're just going to be like, yeah, it's, you're right. We live in misery. There's an app. I mean, I will say, think about which fan point. group was complaining the most about the low minimum match count. Yep. It was all 100 Thieves fans because none of them have any hope <laughs> and, left. Yeah, they all knew it was going to happen. <laughs> They've also been the most mad about our consistently like low rankings of 100 Thieves and all oh, just never been correct. So this is the year though. This is the year we oh. I... <laughs> the year of what? Yeah, what the, he didn't what what is the year, the year of, of the tiger Josh? or whatever. This Look at is our the resident year. 100 Thief fan. He's fucking sinking into his chair. Like that's every 100 Thieves fan. I want to be clear. I'm not a 100 Thieves fan. I'm a I'm a Mike's Asana, Bang, you, uh, uh, who else is on the team at this point? Cryo, Bustio, Bustio, and uh, Zix is their head coach. Yeah. I'm a all those guys fan, to be clear. What's the message say? What, what did you just type on talk? I, I accidentally, I goofed up. Oh. oh. I, I <laughs> what sent, did you say, Kirk? I, Kirk I wasn't typing. Uh, but, I goofed up. That was meant to go sure. under Josh, but I clicked the wrong one. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, I don't know. I think it's fine. You can leave him there. I, I actually, Until I do feel good otherwise. about this tier list. I think this tier list bangs. You're, you're lying. Dude, because think about what it represents, right? Normally when we do tier lists, it's like where we actually think like how good teams are going to be. But when you, when you watch VCT... It doesn't matter if a team's really good if they play in a competitive region. You don't see them at the international events. They don't have a chance to win things. Whereas this ranking is like the teams that are in the like grouped area, even if you don't think they're that good, what we're saying is they're more likely to make the international events and you're going to see more of them. I don't know. It kind of in, it, it shows the underlying lack of parity between the leagues. I think it's this good. Guy's coping. Um, I think it's I good. Qu- uh, is there like anything happening before uh, next week? Next week, when, week? <laughs> when it starts, uh, probably a couple of DoorDash orders from. What players. if? We, what if we? Uh, what, what, I guess we we could probably do like pickums and stuff, right? Yeah, we actually haven't gone through all of the like nice. actual matches. Nice. That are be happening I love. I love that I love for pick-ems. us. That's like a tangible. I Wait, love that what did you us. just? What Ooh, just happened with RRQ? Who cares? That doesn't, doesn't matter. We've already <laughs> taken the screenshot. We've already taken the screenshot. Hacked the tier list. B behind somewhere no, around there. Somewhere. Yeah, it was there. It was there between Giants and Furia. Giants X. Yeah. Yep. All right. Is, when, when are Koi going to sign some players? Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this week or next week. They may just not. And they might just get kicked out of the league. Just going to decide not to? They should get Nisau. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) And who else? What's going on here? All right. I mean, it's fine. Stop touching it. Stop touching it. It's fine. I feel good about this. Except for the utter NA bias. This is fine. You know, no NA bias, I think especially the top part of this, pretty good. 
I don't know what the fuck is going on down in C and D. That's like, but I feel pretty good about this if I look at the top <laughs> half. Americans were the only teams this year to try and make super teams. Like EMEA, I think, did a good job of getting rid of the shitey teams and making much more like competitive middle of the pack. But Amer like, what other region tried to combine all of its top players onto? single rosters like no, none of the other regions did that to be fair that's why there's the, so many top like, american teams in in america is the top talent actually got freed up where aspas left and eg died and then in pacific the top players went to the army and or got in, cut like zest and rb well I late mean, in the season they're, you, they're not going to be added to a super team josh like just be, they're, like it's not going to make one uh and then in emea all the top talents on fanatic so it's not possible. Yeah, there could be. I, I mean, if you combine Zest and RB with some of the plot, like if you had a little amalgamation with them and like texture, some of the Gen G guys kind of you know brought something together. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a super team, but it it'd would be, be like they could make a good another like make you know global uh, grouped kind of team for sure at the very least. Can you even you know? make a super team with Korean players? I mean that's what DRX has been like. Exactly. It's just yeah. I don't. DRX I don't. I don't think. I mean, you can. the answer is you can't. Yeah, DRX. I don't think you can. You, yeah, you can't consider them a super team. But Paper I, X I, is I the closest to trying to do something like that when they added something yeah. like it's not like a real super team, but they at least had the blend of people from different areas trying to maximize. Yeah, rule of three. Team. They had something. Jing and Forsaken, but the thing is, Jing and Forsaken are on the same team, so it doesn't apply. Not a super team. What? <laughs> it's a rule of three. What does it's, that mean? It's, it's the WWE Super Team rule. The tier list okay. has drained my last thought. Uh, what, Kurt? The worst thing we've that. ever done. I, I... <laughs> that, that means it's the best. You think this is the worst tier list we've yeah. ever done? I think this is just the worst thing we've ever done, but at least it was entertaining. Look at Bala. <laughs> I've never seen Bala so, like, out of it. Like, you got I like your barrette, Bala. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. just collecting. Let's send this goddamn thing home. I want to eat some pancakes. You make pancakes? Can I come? Yeah. I want Dude, some. I might make some pancakes, actually. Yeah. I'm going to make some. That sounds great. We all video chat and make pancakes. That's a great idea. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm just going to give the weekly award right now. What if I just give it right now? Play the video. Cut him off. Stop him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> This might be the clip. It's why it's weekly award. Dude, I'm oh I gotta dude, I gotta stretch my, my muscles out, you know what I mean? The weekly award. Now that there's some Valorant happening, I'm giving it to a a real deal. Valorant player, if you can mm. believe it. This week, I'm going to give it to the son of Carr because Yo. that man popped off, making a name, making a name for themselves in the uh, in the little challenger scene. That's him. They uh, no, the son of Carr went crazy, and you know, cool to see some uh, some new talent getting getting some recognition, you know, and le have a legit chance of making it to challengers. We can see more of this dude in at least the next qualifier, but uh, very possibly the Challengers League because they made it all the way to 
the end of the qualifier and they legitimately lost that icebox map people dropped like 40 and they lost it in was overtime which is, a tra- which is a tragedy it, it, but, it was just yay on icebox playing <laughs> with optic like destroying everybody and yet still losing yep that's tough but a sick showing so that is the weekly award real valorant players receiving the award we're back no more nepotism in 2024 i swear guys (laughs) i swear all right that is it i'm sending this thing home thank you for watching episode 166 i'm gonna get in the last second plug that a two central uh, have an interview coming out with send ceo robert moore on my channel so check that out in a few hours after this episode thank you all for watching we will be back next week with 167 and uh we'll probably do the pickums i think which should be pretty fun to go through all of the matches for kickoff which is but a one a week or so away now yeah, right like it starts on like the 16th or something like that um around that time so yeah things are happening the actual valorant season right around the corner should be don't go anywhere sick so we will see you next week to yeah with a whole lot of kickoff a whole lot of kickoff stuff to talk about next week so we will see you then thank you for watching and good night <laughs>